Hey, so Max, uh, we're getting some complaints about your dress code here. This is a respectable podcast. Code? Yes. So we're, we're, you know, we're not looking like homeless people. Mind you, you have a different hoodie on today. So that's great. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people are complaining about your, your look here. You're starting to look like a, a homeless person and no offense to homeless people. But, you know, this hoodie and this, this long hair and all this stuff, you know, we, do, we, we, we have a dress code here. And now you're with Mayako. There's a dress code there. You got to be professional. So you know what, man? This hippie stuff, this homeless. I don't know. What is this? Homelessness? Like the homeless? Like I'm, you know, I don't know. What is this fashion that we are talking about here? Okay. If people have complaints, I'll head out to the flea market and buy a hoodie with, uh, uh, no, not a hoodie, like a shirt with uh, rainbows and like uh, psychedelic um, uh, fixtures on it. So maybe you know what? maybe that'll that'll do better. I visit the flea market too to buy clothes, so it's no big deal. I'm a big oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the only oh. place I could get some clothes sometimes down here in the DR. But you know that's, what? That's, that's a sustainable way to buy clothes. So I support flea markets for sure. Yeah, but we got we, and we got people asking about this thing right here, whatever that is on your face. Uh, but you know what? It grows out. It's that's growing very men, weird. You know? It's growing very weird right now. It, you should trim that stuff. It's looking unkempt. You look unkempt. Right, yeah, because I haven't had my weekly trim. Okay, <laughs> so you know, normal guys, yeah, they get you lost the and manscape sponsor, so now you're manscaping. <laughs> I didn't lose the sponsor, they just you know, guys weren't buying this stuff, so they stopped paying me. <laughs> okay, roll anyway. Intro, you know what? We got an intro because we got some stuff to talk about, we got some questions to talk, answer, and some stuff to talk about. So, you know what? It's time for that intro. Internet dropped us on. professional. Oh, no, no, okay, but okay. we will erase this. Erase this. So let's okay. go in three, two, one. So yes, nitrous the glory, but e buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number. Is this? I think it's number one. Yes, number one sixty three of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great, and to my virtual right is the homeless one, the arrogant one. <laughs> 
Maximus Mortimus. Max, this two podcasts in one week we've been doing this. We're busy. We're busy. We are busy, but they are slightly shorter now. Well, well, yeah. to this be honest, one will be shorter, I think. This one will be shorter, but maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, the goal is to be shorter, but yeah, but yeah. we'll probably right. just end up doing two five-hour podcasts every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Uh, so yeah, this is you know our plan for hopefully for this year is like Monday, Tuesday we'll do news recaps stuff like that and then uh this the fridays will be the interview or maybe just us having a podcast with questions and maybe some other things maybe a rant we have a rant today but uh that's coming up later and uh but yeah thank you everybody for joining us we greatly appreciate that uh i have to say my thanks and 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 shout outs to everybody big shout out and thank you to all of the nnrc squad around the world without you guys we can't do this we greatly appreciate your support You've been supporting us for a long time. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And, you know, we, we love it. We love the Discord, too. Don't forget to j- join that Discord. We're up to 350 members. And uh, I know I haven't been as active lately because I've been kind of busy. But we want you guys to join our Discord. There will be a link in the written description of this podcast. It's a place to discuss RC. It's not about, you know, you know we, we'll, we everybody can have opinions and stuff like that there. We're trying not to fight. We're just trying to talk about RC, get to know each other, build a cool community and all that type of stuff. So check out the NNRC Discord. Let's get that up to 400 members. And um, yeah, also shout out to the patrons of the NNRC. Uh, you guys have been awesome. We can't, I can't do without you. It helps pay these bills. It helps pay this guy over here too. So we <laughs> great about well, part of it, you know, greatly appreciate that. And if you like what we're doing at the NNRC and uh, the patrons will get an early release of our rent this week, so they'll know what we're talking about before everybody else. Uh, and I am working with somebody right now to try and work out a, a patron-only type of RC Fantasy League with our NNRC Cup Max. I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know nothing about Fantasy Leagues. I've never done it. So I'm putting that all in the hands it's of a, somebody else. All I know about Fantasy Leagues, it's legally it is a skill-based game. Okay. All right. So it's not, okay. Got you. I guess that's all we need to know about those legal terms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I thank you guys for uh, that are patrons. If you wish to be a patron of the podcast, a link is in the written description for that. Also, you know, we can't do this without the awesome companies that support us and uh, believe that this is a great platform for advertising. And I'd like to shout out to our new title sponsor for the year, Invisible Speed. You guys look, the book is great. The online course is better. It's getting better. JQ's gonna finish up the videos, all that stuff. It's a great thing. I think people, I think Invisible Speed is good for everybody, especially for new people. And it's good for people who have many years experience. You can learn something from it. If you learn something from the book, you'll learn something from the course. So thank you to Invisible Speed for their support. Also shout out to High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs RC Racing, uh, Mayako, uh, the Mayako movement, JQSM, G-Spec RC tuning for all your cable needs, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic for all of your traction needs, Racecraft USA, get pitted with them, Clinic RC, check out those badass filters that Tony has, uh, JTP RC, he's got his new engine, that's cool, uh, I was supposed to have Teebs on this week, but he's kind of burnt out after SIC, and I don't blame him because there was a long race, and um did i miss anybody yes rcgp entries are opening 
we're recording this on Wednesday. They're opening on Thursday. Will HP guys be able to go? We'll see. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but you can sign up for for RCGP through House of RC if you already have a profile. You're, it's pretty easy to do. I tested it the other day and paid. I'm not racing. I just tested it for them. Take it easy, people. It works. And yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to my boy Eddie Fikes and Uncle Eddie's all-purpose seasoning. And a special shout out to some friends that help us out. RC Kevin, check him out. He's doing blogs in English and Fran and French. He's not racing too much because Canada's kind of been on lock lockdown. Shout out to the Viking, David Ronafalk, and Alex Hagberg. And shout out to Jared Tebow because he supports this podcast and he gets in and he gets it. And I'm gonna tell you why he gets it in a little bit as well. So, Max, uh, real quick, uh, we kind of talked a lot on Monday. So just catch up real quick. Um Oh, why Tebow gets it. So remember my post the other day about sick and I said, oops, excuse me, I burped. Uh, <laughs> I felt that um, I got to edit that out. That just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, people. Uh, remember uh, my post that I, well, I kind of blew up the internet twice this week. I, I don't know. Am I turning into JQ or by blowing up the no, internet? No, you, okay. you are not like... Uh... You're not going into the deep secrets of people so that you actually hurt them. You're just saying some inconvenient things for people so they get them talking. Where JQ would call people out on their whole existence. And no, yeah, JQ goes for the juggler. Are. You know yeah, what I JQ mean? JQ goes for the TKO. You know, you go for the little jab on the. No, but it's not a jab. I didn't do this. So I, I just put it out there. So my it was no jabs about the biggest losers. And my thing was like, I was trying to say, like, the biggest guys who probably were going out of, out of SIC saying, wow, I wanted to do better than that. And I had, I didn't have Tebow on there as a winner or a loser, but he kind of got it. So people was like, what about Tebow? He ran this and this. And I say, look, we're only talking about Nitro Buggy. Yes, Tebow done well in Truggy. He done well. But he even admitted, he goes, I agree with what you wrote. He goes, I don't want to be third. I want to win. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what yeah. people have to understand is that these guys want to win. He still is competitive and he wants to win. And, you know, and he was like, I agree with what you wrote. And he goes, I'm not upset at all. I agree with you. People have to understand we're here to win, not to come third. He goes, yes, third's a great finish, but I won it first. And that's how you, that's why he's a multiple time world champion and six time Neo champion and everything else above. So uh but you know i was talking to him and he's like i'm just gonna get ready for dnc he's he's like that's all i'm worried about now is dnc and that's actually a race that tebow can do very well so for all the people that kind of not all the people but a few people got upset about me calling losers they're not losers we're not calling them losers i'm saying they are the biggest losers coming out of sic you know or, yeah. and i'm gonna continue to do it okay so maybe i should put it uh like uh drivers who did really well and drivers who are on suicide watch now you know what i mean and no offense to anybody <laughs> that's even worse <laughs> yeah no offense to anybody that suicide suicide's a serious thing you know what i mean but it's a joke that we have uh when so, like jq always on, on suicide watch when he figures out that yeah. he sucks it's like hide all rope and hide all sharp objects because jq is looking to off himself <laughs> so people don't get upset at the messenger get upset at the messages like that are coming well in this in the hb thing it, it was nothing to do with me but we'll talk about that later uh max 
Um, anything before we go into these questions, anything that you noticed in RC that you wanted to talk about in the few days that we haven't talked about this? Mm, nothing major, really. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we catched up a lot on, on Monday and mm -hmm. yeah, just, let's just yeah, go so, forward to the questions. Yeah. So, and also people, I, I just, I know this kind of got caught up in SIC and all that hype, but we did a badass interview I'd, with Dakota Fenn. And that was up last Friday and it's really good. And I think people just don't know it's up there. So go check that out because we were pushing yeah. our pods a lot. And I want and on contrary enough, we have HB driver Jackson Brunson as our guest this week. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to talk about, about HB about it, yeah. more later on. And it was a good chat with Jackson and I enjoyed it. And I hope you guys did too, because I was wondering why he made the move to HB. And when he explained it to me, I fully understood it. So if you want to know why Bronson left AE and moved to HB, you'll find that out on this podcast. And thank you to Jackson for, um, for his time. And you know what? I will give Jackson. He made the main at SIC in all his classes, I believe, that he ran. Druggy and, and, and Buggy. So uh, good to him. All right, Max. So should we just go right on to the questions? You know, the ben Beach RC yeah. Bench Racing Q&A. So everybody, as you guys know, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Beach RC. Thank you to Brent and Lucas and all them guys for all their support. And yeah, you know what? Here we go. BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super-fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. And a big shout out to BeachRC and Brent and all them guys. Congratulations on the moves that they made over Silly Season, buying Badlands, getting S-Works. Unfortunately, they won't be doing Mayako, but my relationship, hopefully, will stay the same because I like Brent and I like what he's doing. And BeachRC puts a lot of money back into the RC community. So, hey, we have affiliate links. I know uh, if you guys can use that, go ahead. If not... Show them some love and say, hey, I heard about Beach RC on the No Name RC podcast. So, Maximus, we have a few questions. Not too many. I thought we'd have more. But uh, we have a few questions that we have to talk about this week. And uh, so should we start on the Facebook questions? Yeah, let's, let's start with okay. that. Okay. All righty then. Let me bring up my Facebook questions. All right. So this comes from... Our Facebook, uh, our Facebook post on NNRC. And the first question is actually something we touched about, talked about this past week on the podcast. My question is why can't, why Dave can't afford a good camera guy to actually follow the battles at his events. We missed out on so many at SIC. Well, Gary, we kind of, we went over this on the last pod and I even, we even gave Dave a solution on how we can get, uh, people there to do this better. And, and, and let's get this right. I don't think we need to see every single race moving cameras and all that type of stuff, but, uh, definitely some better camera work for the, we didn't, I, I didn't even think SIC needed two cameras. It just needed a, a good camera guy on the, the one, the one camera to follow the race. Now yeah. two cameras would have been great, but 
I was happy with the one camera and the pick camera because the pick camera was actually really good this year. Yeah, you know, you got to see crashes and, and you got yeah. to see the amazing pit stop by Jeremy Caston, who I still think is awesome. And then I have to say, we have to say the funniest pit stop was Mitch and Corey. And I'm still giving Mitch crap about that. Um, cause he tried to fill up the few, I think he just got distracted and thought, I was like, Mitch, what are you doing? But, um, yeah, we gave some, we gave some, some solutions for that the other day. So I don't know if you want to touch on that, but it's pretty simple. Um, Dave played the PMB commercial 3000 times over that weekend. And that could have been 3000 times worth of sponsors, uh, sponsor promotion for their sponsors that provided that and he could charge people for that. And that can then therefore pay to have two, three people up there running that stuff. And yeah, it just would be better. You know, we get some interviews and stuff like that, you know, and get the manpower into use it. So we did touch on that a lot more on episode number 162. But great question. Great question. And thank you for asking, Gary. All right. Um, Brad Maynard. This is a good question. So will Dakota Fenn become the next GOAT? And if not, who? Well, I'll be honest. These guys are still kind of far behind when it comes to Cavalier's accomplishments, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's like, if, if we're talking titles, mm. no one's even close to, well, Masami. Yes. Yes. But like these days, guys, like Cavalier. Cavalier's like, I don't even know how many. Like, I think he has 29 or something like that. Yeah, that's 29 I, national titles sure. or something like that. Yeah, and Roar, uh, Ifmar titles even, he has... Four, I think. At least four, yeah. Yeah, and it's, his four really... Reedy Race Championships. Yeah, that too. Like, he's dominated yeah. that race too. So And on uh, and Championships in Reedy Race. To be honest here, Cavalry has not won uh, an eight-scale Worlds. And no, he has he not. He has not won too many um eight scale roar nationals i don't i can't even remember which one he who would have won i'm not sure if he, I, has. he has i think i should know this because i wrote about this you know what i mean so yeah. I, actually while we're doing this i'll try and look up that post uh but he and he has a neo buggy win too so well that that one he has yes but i'd say cavalier is very good in 10 scale and he has been uh good as well in eight scale but to be honest i i really struggle to find sort of the goat status driver in rc there isn't a lewis hamilton or a michael schumacher who just dominates for so long um someone like davide or uh, ron folk in my opinion are the most prominent drivers to be that uh because davide already at the age of I believe 20, which is now, uh, has a world title, uh, doesn't have an Euros title, uh, but has podiums, uh, has won Neo Buggy, um, and uh, doesn't have a DNC win. Okay, just for but, correction, just so I went back on my Instagram post from my, my driver intros for the Nationals. Cavalari has four world championships, 24 national titles, four really chase, four, four really race championships, one Neo buggy, multiple other big wins. He's won like silver state DNC, I believe. And he won his first 
eight scale nationals back in 2005 with Fukayosho, and again in 2011 with Team Associated. So he's won as many nationals as Mayfield. Eight scale nationals yeah. as Mayfield. Yeah. So I don't know his truck record, but we're not really worried about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Truck matters too, Keenan. Yeah, but I didn't look that all up. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, but I, I'd still argue Cavalieri. To me, he isn't a goat if we talk in eight scale. He's a goat if we talk in ten scale, eight scale, which is the American sort of American formula. But when you're talking drivers like, uh, well, Masami for one, mm-hmm. someone would consider Savoy as one as well, uh, winning three years in a row. Badier's uh, won three euros. Yeah, Robert, uh, where very well could be in that category too, but. Yeah, as I said earlier, I don't think we have had a GOAT apart from Masami. And even in Masami's time, oftentimes he was down to equipment, not so much him, because of the nature of the sport at that time. And uh, yeah, they are they have been very good drivers uh, in the past. But to me, it's one driver that uh, people probably don't understand, but is actually very crazily crazy good is uh not Matsukura. he has won three uh 12 scale world titles uh i believe at least three uh he has won a one tenth touring car world title and he has won a one tenth nitro touring car world title so he has at least five world titles i believe if more world titles and these aren't classes that had no drivers these are classes that have been always competitive when he has run it and he has made the main in uh eight scale nitro in perth he made the 10 scale main in in china and he finished second uh in 2013 uh, right down the last lap with stephen hartson mm. so this is a driver who has made the ifmar worlds in uh at least let me let me see so Pan cars, touring cars, then one eighth nitro on road, one tenth nitro on road, one eighth nitro off road, one tenth full drive off road. I'm not sure if he has made it in tool drive, but that's at that six classes which he has made the Ifmar Worlds final in, and uh, in four of those classes, uh, excuse me, three of those classes he has won the world title in. And in one of those classes, he led the main for 30 minutes before his car broke, which is the on-road eight skill. So this is a driver who's, uh, at this point, not that old yet. He's still in sort of the age where he can uh, compete. And he is running for infinity, which means for sure he has uh, the resources to do it if he wishes. So... I think he's a very undervalued driver. Uh, he's he's basically what Atsu Sihara was uh, for a long time, in my opinion. Right. In, in terms of right. so, but let's let's look at potential goat statuses here. Like wins aside, wins aside, Mayfield. Like, come on, like Mayfield, and right now he's been probably one of the most dominant eight scale racers in the last three years, four years, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, in America, but, yes, but the world. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, he hasn't won any worlds, and let's be honest, they don't. These guys don't race, you know, without Neo Buggy around anymore. It's like we we don't have that 
we had the okay so we have dnc which the euro guys come over in silver state but now we need that yeah, but, european race where the where the american guys go to again yeah you know, the, neo the, was that the asterisk i have with uh, mayfield is that the race he has been most dominant in he has beaten been beaten twice by an european which is dnc yes so this is true that's that's a very big asterisk because this is his home turf that that's arizona mm. that's pretty much i don't know if his home track but very close to being one uh in when he was in fear form and now he's been in paris which he practices a lot in these type of conditions and he has been beaten by a european so this in my opinion is is one reason why i can't say he has been dominant and I can't even say he has been the best driver in the world in the past four years. And that's why I don't think, like, obviously he's crazy fast, crazy talented, but that's one thing that keeps me from even putting him in the GOAT conversation because he doesn't have the titles. Uh, he has the titles, but not to that extent. Not, not, a, and not he like doesn't have Tebow or these guys. Because yeah. And, but yeah, exactly. I, I also like I understand he said I don't think world t titles make up uh make your career and that that's true oh, too, no. because the, no, we, no. we don't have yeah. them every year you know what I mean yeah. we don't have an eight scale title every year but it's I just want to reiterate one because people think we're hating on Mayfield fucking Mayfield oh. is awesome like you know yeah. what I mean no way we yeah I love I love <laughs> the man Mayfield. we literally gave him his own word like his last name means to like just demolish people on the track you know yeah. mayfield mayfielded the fucking tr the 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 race like you know like i get that but it, it's he's he's also 34 35 you know what i mean he's probably got let's say three three more year three more worlds maybe four more worlds mm, that's eight years Ooh, four more nah. worlds i think i think he has to win in the next two eight scale worlds if he wants an eight scale really? title Really? You don't think, think he has so. three chances? I think he has six. I think till there's 40. And I, I think May. well, we'll know Maybe. when Mayfield goes 40, does age make a difference? I doubt it because I talked about it this with someone, but Mayfield is the only of these old guys, quote unquote old, like Tebow, Cavalieri, these guys who has gotten better with age consistently because Tebow uh, has had his peaks went down mm -hmm. came up again then came down then up again whereas Mayfield has in my opinion improved every single year very consistent well he learned to back things down a little bit and yeah, exactly. that's exactly. why he's but, you know yeah but result he, wise he has been better every single year in my opinion so well, let's let's touch on real quick because we, we spent a lot of time on this question but I want to say potential goats Dakota fan is definitely one of them because he's only 24 years old <laughs> and yeah. he has a bunch of national titles as it is. And it's like, he will win. Uh, Rana Falk is another one because he has what? Two euros, two, two DNC nitro buggy championships, um, world, a world championship. You know what I mean? Then he has, then he has a European championships in two wheel drive and four wheel drive. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, he also has good world's finishes in 10 scale right and now he's doing a little bit of 10 scale uh touring car as well <clears throat> i have <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> we can't okay run okay ongaro has a world's but he doesn't have like a euro championship he, you oh, know he still doesn't come. have i mean huh? he's, he's yes 20 yes years old. he does the years yes of course and of he course. has he has two wheel drive european championships finished second in two wheel drive at the world yeah 
And yeah, so he. Well, you know, some guys were forgetting her too. Guys like Coelho. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Coelho is yeah. a a has an honorary championship. He has a European championship in eight scale. He, like, look, Coelho could legitimately probably be in the world championship final and have a chance to win this year. Oh, you know what yes. I mean? So, yeah, Bruno has already three world championships. And mm, he, he isn't that old either. He's, he isn't, I don't, I think he's like 25 around there. Probably 26, 27 now. Yeah. But he, and he is fast in every single class and he has won. Kind of like Naoto, where he has won in multiple classes. On-road based, yes, but won in multiple classes. And uh, yeah, I think Coelho is definitely in the in the topic. But I think this is actually a good question because I, I as we've talked now, we really can't find a GOAT yet. But we find mm -hmm. the people who could be it, you know? Yes. So that's something very interesting for the future. Great question, Brad. Great question. It was. It was. Jeff Werner, what's up, coach? How you doing? Go Tampa. He's not a Tampa Bay fan. Uh, Max, being a racer that has been to so many big events, what is the one event that you have never ran or been to that you still want to attend? Yeah, someone asked this before, and I couldn't think of an event I wanted to attend. I think then I replied like the old Silver State, the like the bumpy outdoors. Like Boulder City, 100, 100, yeah, like like that, like Boulder City. Oh man, that, that uh, was rough. Yeah, something like that definitely would be fun. Uh, but what comes to other events, I don't really have. A, I don't really have an event like that. Maybe, maybe I need to think of like other classes. Maybe like something. You've like done Neo, like right? Yeah, I've done Neo, both at okay. Harper Adams and at in in Red Avon. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I got to be honest. Like, there isn't much I sort of personally wish to attend. Uh, uh I think like TITC, a touring race in in Thailand. That's one okay. of the races that everyone always talks about. So, that's something I would like to like see on my own. Uh, so yeah, maybe that. All right. Cool. Uh. I thought you might say something like Cinetic Race or something like that. I mean, it probably Cinetic is fine, but it's not like it, it's not it's not that sort of prestigious, you know. And like right. I've been in Manila for RCGP, which basically is similar to being a Philippine master, so uh, yeah. that's not something I wish to like attend anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, so Chris Trudeau, Chris Trudeau always poses like multiple questions within one question so they always take <laughs> a long time but he's a good dude he, I, him and i talk all the time in he says for 2022 rivals in general do you think that the drivers that made chassis moves make it a goal to best a driver from the previous manufacturer Pavitas at hp trying to beat ae born horse versus tebow techno yes 100 yes i agree 100%. i think so 100 percent yeah uh, I mean, look at Bornhorst. That's why I said Bornhorst was a winner this past at SIC. He beat all his all the guys who were gunning for his job besides Tebow at uh, SIC. And he goes, obviously, the driver wants to win regardless. But if they finish ahead of their previous chassis sponsor, does it add something to the race? Yes, I think yeah. so. It, uh, it 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 is sort of uh, it gives you the sense of okay, I made the right choice or like screw these guys <laughs> whichever way yeah you yeah you know it's a good feeling 
he says, you often see NBA, NFL players trying extra hard against their former team. Do drivers use it also as a way of proving something? Yes. Yes. Of course. Oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> as soon as I moved to AE, like, the way JQ raced me, like, he always raced me hard, but it's <laughs> like, you can't even believe how hard he raced me at that point. And you can see, like, there are situations where drivers are aggressive against specific drivers uh and it's very easy to spot and you know who the guys are when you like know people well enough like you think that uh you think that david ronafop doesn't want to beat he no he wants to beat everybody but you, you know what he i does. mean um but for I sure think... he's nicer on track to other other drivers than others right I, right I, so what i, I my point is like of course he wants to beat like I'm still sure David's still close with a lot of the HB teammates and co and all those guys. Oh, for sure. For sure. But of course he wants to win. He wants to prove everybody that hey, I, it's not the car, it's me. You, it, it, you know what I mean? It's it's gonna be yeah. him, car, everything. And talking to him, he's not like he's unfazed. He's just like ready to get to America and start practicing. So yeah. All right. So he actually. This is another question. Other than JQ, who does Max consider to be his rifle rival? rival um well when i was running jq like the early days it was always uh burak Kilic, uh, because i mean he's a bit younger than me but we often found ourselves relatively similar positions uh but since then we have sort of went to different races i mean at last i met him was year 2019 which he did really well at Mm -hmm. uh and before that can't remember which race it would have been so i don't really have uh i don't really have a specific rivals i don't think <laughs> at rcgp was lee martin <laughs> uh, i think but, uh, i think anybody that uh, argues you about aerodynamics is your rival here we go maybe maybe yeah. usually I, 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 I befriend uh, the people who talk about cool stuff with me well the arrogant max has lots of rivals you just don't know about it your alter ego argument. The, the funny, the funniest thing is, uh, people rival me, but I'm always fine with them. You know, that's well. I that's I think a lot of guys it. just. I think a lot of the older guys, they kind of get, man. Like you are smart, and you're very confident with your smartness, and and I think that scares people. Yeah. Don't scare me at all. Uh, <laughs> all right. So he asked. He, this is I tell you, this is a long question. What rivals will you be watching this 2022 season? AAE versus TLR, Spencer versus Rivkin. I mean, Spencer versus <laughs> Dakota. Um, I think I know. I would say I would watch Joe Bornhorse versus JQ, but honestly, there is no competition. <laughs> like Joe Bornhorse is going to be so, is so much better than JQ right now that it's unbelievable. Like he is average Joe number one. That is for sure. Oh, is somebody in your house? Like, are you looking at your imaginary brother Rex? No, there's like it. It sounds like rainfall, but I don't see rain outside. So oh, I no, don't know no. what's going on. Yeah, I, 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 I don't hear that. Is the building collapsing? <laughs> uh I think. Um, well, now I definitely think H. It's going to be an HB Mayako rivalry and a S Works Mayako rivalry. I don't think S Works rivalry is going to be too serious. But it looks like the HB rivalry versus Mayako rivalry is gonna definitely be serious. Yeah. No, I, wanna, so I don't know but, how that 
I don't know how that will play out. Like, uh, it's not they are not sort of occupying the same space because HP has their crew. Well, HP is far bigger, and also not only that, like on a regional thing and all that stuff. Like HP just has a shit ton of really good drivers too, and you know regionally and yeah. and just internationally they have a lot of good drivers, and S works too. Maybe not so much like like HB in the USA has a big presence. S works is still getting there, but um, who else can we say? Uh, I think the Techno thing, is still going to have I rivalry think... in between each other. I think. I think like yeah, Seth Van Dalen and the guys it will be settled down this year for sure. It's, it won't be like last year. Oh, you mean the um, the, the techno. techno thing? Yeah, I think it's settled on. I think they kind of said, "Hey, boom, here it is, guys. Go at it. May the best guy win." And I guess they felt that Seth was the best guy to win. And congratulations yeah. to him. So, yeah. uh, but, but Joe, like we said, I, Joe found a good home at S Works, and I think he'll be all right there. Oh. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, but I, I'd still say like the fan Rivkin rivalry never really played out on the track, and has yet to be played out on track online. Yeah, the live thing being on live the oh, same yeah. time. And yeah, that, that happens. And in ten scale, oh, okay, yeah, ten scale it has happened. But mm -hmm. in eight scale, it never really played out. It was more of a Mayfield fan, and then Rivkin versus whoever was fighting for second uh okay. and uh yeah I, I think but i this year i'd say it is mayfield and fend but now for real now for like fend will actually start to win stuff okay. he did at ams but yeah and he did at uh, southern nets so uh oh yeah actually he did last year so okay maybe this year is just like now mayfield is taking it seriously and they both will have epic battles. Who knows? I, well, yeah. All right. So we have a few more questions from Facebook. Joe Zaire Jr., Savage Joe of Ran Out of Talent. I was talking to him this morning. Is stock just as fast or faster than mod? What is the point besides cost? The point is uh, fragile male egos who cannot run uh, a smaller motor because they really can't handle the power so they have to make an excuse to run stock so they can put a slower motor in the car that's the only thing most of these guys would be exactly as fast with a 10.5 engine as they are with the 6.5 uh, probably even faster and just like uh, tom uh, rindeknech showed in in the crcrc crc race uh he finished like two, two seconds off in five minute run uh with uh, the stock car so the sole reason why people can just can't just run uh, a slower engine in the mod class is just that their ego won't allow it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I it. was wondering, like, do you have to run a six five? Like, couldn't you just run like an eight five or whatever, and yeah, and just be cool with that? Like, you know, like no, because you have to have an excuse to run a slower motor because it hurts your ego, and that's the whole thing. Like the okay i get it in like the bay area these pink pinion gear kids running running that i get it it's one up is in the area they like it uh for them it's a cool thing like it's cleaner it's like pink pinions clean wiring uh all mm. this stuff like that's that's the thing but outside of outside of san francisco and wherever no, it's one up is socal socal oh it is so oh san yeah, diego sorry. sorry i went i went the wrong way so yeah. San Diego area, 
away from there, it's basically just people who have a fragile ego. Obviously, Tom ran it for track time. Uh, well, here's the thing, and and we had this, and I've I've changed. I'm changing my outlook on stock. Uh, we're calling it uh, Pro Spec Mod now. That's a new name for it. Yeah, and I, I like that. You know what? I actually think I'm liking stock now a little bit more. I'm not liking the vast amount. It's stock is a big money generator for that class. You know what I mean? I I think I think instead of fighting that we're not gonna like. I don't think we're gonna. So, I don't think we're gonna see stock change anytime soon because it just makes too much oh, money. No. But I think, yeah. like, um, I think there can. I think there. I think eventually you're just gonna have guys that just run stock. You know what I mean? And because that's where the money is. Like, obviously, Tom from R1 was running stock because R1 wants to focus on selling stock motors and that's you know all that type of stuff. And I don't know, yeah, but man. I, he was, I think just. Like he Tom obviously was running it for track time as well because yes, it, it, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Like Tom, like there are drivers like Matthew Gonzalez. I'm not calling him a fragile male because that that was like he's sponsored by One Up. One Up is very focused on stock, and uh, yeah, that's that's the way he went. Now he's running mod. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think the curve uh matthew gonzalez took i think that i actually don't have anything against that i think that's sort of the 250 450 thing in motocross or the f f2 f3 f1 in Formula well that's what we said whichever progression you want and i think actually this could be one good way to do it uh only issue i have with this is the cost so a mod car costs much less than a stock car which is <laughs> exactly the wrong way how you should do it because i agree like the thing should be that you have a more uh a cheaper car you had you don't have to have sponsors you could be a privateer you do well you graduate to the mod class and then you have the better equipment but right now it's the opposite way where you have a car that costs a thousand bucks with titanium aluminum everything lightweight uh di direct drive whatever and then you graduate the mod you just run the stock car and with a 6.5 <laughs> so yeah, uh, you, you know, silly. It, yeah, I, I don't get that part of it. But I think what we're going to see here now is with carpet and Astro becoming more popular, I think you're going to see mods going to be easier to run. You're going to have grip. You're going to have, you know, it's not, you know, it's not going to be mm -hmm. feathering around. You, you know, come on, like you can, you can, it's carpet and Astro. You have the traction. You can go faster. Um I just, I don't know. I kind of just say, look, if you're going to run stock, cool, run stock. You know what I mean? That's it. Enjoy it. I just don't think stock is what we should promote to beginners. Maybe we have a 21.5 a class. That's that's really stock. Let's just change the name from stock to prospect mod, and then we'll be happy. I think that's it. Yeah, but there will always be someone who wants to just have the little plastic piece to bring home and just spend way too much money on equipment and be have an engine that is so much more powerful than the other ones. This is true. This is true. And, but actually, I would like to see uh, this tried out, like a mod class with 7.5 engine or something like this, where you actually have to max everything out. Uh, I think this could be interesting because in, in, in Formula One, 
everything was unlimited before they started to have crazy how powerful engines then they limited the the capacity and uh like a lot of like full-scale classes limit the engine capacity so that the the handling of the car stays like in in line with it in yeah. rc that doesn't happen we have way too much power for a two-wheel drive car like way way too much i think it could be interesting to have like a 6.5 blinky class in two-wheel drive like mm. what what would happen then maybe maybe the focus would be in the car uh more so this is something i think would be worth trying uh i would like to see what happens because right now it's it's in my opinion it's just too much power the driving is i don't like it this way let's put it yeah. that way. i don't think because that's that's the great part about nitro is that you actually have to make the car fast you can't just have the power and just fucking push it every uh, every corner and just ram it and this is something i think uh yeah i kind of like that about nitro where the power is limited you can't really have too much power in nitro mm-hmm. i think this could be something really cool in 10 scale as well i'd like to see it tried at least yeah but look i'm not anti-stock anymore guys i have changed my lays it's pro spec mod yeah, I, I think I'm looking at it as the 250. Okay, so here's a good example. And Tony talked about this on our recap of CRCRC. You guys look at Christian Craig. Christian Craig is a superstar on 250s. Never won a, he don't think he's won a title. Went up to 450s, didn't do well, came back down. He's back to a superstar. Maybe he's just going to be like a Martin Davalos 250 forever. I think mm-hmm. if we look at Prospect Mod, which is now stock, well, stock, which is now Prospect Mod, like that, it's a better way to look at it the problem is that we're not getting enough people in the mod class you know what i mean so but I it just kind of is what it is we've beat this I don't horse necessarily like, mind completely i would like to be honest i would i i think what would fix the scenario is having like because now we have blinky 17.5 what if we had blinky 6.5 blinky 7.5 whatever mm-hmm. i think i think this could be sort of the fix where the high end very like fidgety cars that Matthew Gonzalez runs and with wiring that you can't even sort of see where the wire goes because they're very nicely done. Uh, <laughs> like, did you see the car by some one-up guy where you even couldn't see the wires? They would like... But it's badass, though. Anything. I like that stuff. It I think it looks badass, cool. But like, it's insane. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's an RC car. Make it look like one. But it's just, it's, <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is part I mean, of that's it. That's his thing. Know? That That's his thing. Yeah. And that's really cool. I... I, I really would like to see how he did it because I was amazed about it. Uh, I was just joking around, but yeah, I think I think um, that's some maybe, maybe that's something Tenscale needs. Uh, I'd like to see what it would do because right now they, there's an issue where the more expensive class is the more beginner friendly, which is it should never be that way. Just yeah, but it's not beginner friendly. That's the issue. It's not. Yeah, but the, the, I mean, it isn't. That's the like. But it should be like that. The, the the intention of the class is that it's it should be more beginner friendly. Less power. Beginners can get used to the cars, and then mm. they get more power. Like just like in motocross or F1 cars, whatever. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's this link that's missing. Like you need to make seventy to like you need to make it so that the mod class. It doesn't have too much power where those cars can be sort of tuned to the max. And the 17.5 class is so slow that it's not really any use for guys looking to be professionals, you know, like Matthew Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, 
a couple more questions and then we gotta go on to our main interview uh benjamin james can anyone in america beat ryan mayfield straight up yes dakota fan and yeah right now because they're on the same tires yeah. and i think they can beat each maybe other. not maybe not at dnc but uh maybe not dnc silver state i'd still put mayfield as a big favorite and i put tebow and i put tebow and tasman i still will put tasman in the he can beat mayfield at, at these outdoor in these indoor races they're going to struggle like indoor race time races you're not going to beat JC guys there. It's that's, you could beat yeah, them, but it's going to be very hard. But you know PMB I mean? again, PMB you can do good without Jason. Your concept, I believe. Other other races, I think it's more, more. G-concept. And I'm not saying they just won because of J J concepts. You know what I mean? Oh, These guys, no, 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 you know, no. they done well. But if you, you know, you can, you we I know it was tires. Like you know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think right now, speed wise, honestly. It's Fan, man. I mean, Fan's just showing. He's the only guy that's out there just blasting indoors off off Mayfield in qualifying. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. It, it it just I think he's the guy to to beat him. So we'll see. All right, Brandon Sloan. He says, "Let's talk about class accountability." So Brandon and I talked, and this is a, a serious top a topic that comes up every time after a race time event, and it's about sportsman guys that are sponsored sandbagging so I'm, I'm gonna say this and i say this i said this to him i said in the end sponsorship doesn't really mean anything anymore does not dictate your skill level so yeah. you have sportsman guys that i mean have chassis sponsors and all this type of stuff they're not there because they can drive fast they're there because probably they're good ambassadors for their team so we need to stop equating sponsorship with i think now we need to stop because it doesn't seem okay results do matter you know obviously like if you're gonna if you're in that yeah. upper echelon of 100% drivers, you have to have results. But for yeah. for 50% guys who got a chassis deal and and a small chassis deal and they run sportsmen, it does not dictate sponsorship. Does not dictate skill level. You know how you fix this, and it's never gonna happen. Is just have one class, but yeah. that's not gonna happen. So as long as you have classes, you're always gonna have people that are sandbagging. So yeah. it is what it is. It's like we heard this. I heard this every time that there's a race time event because Joey has obviously the NC has like if you if you pay for your chassis, you can't have a chassis sponsor if you're in sportsman and if you pay for your chassis. Well, who's to say that this guy just like I I know plenty of people that run sportsmen at DNC that have chassis sponsors. You know what I mean? Oh, me so, too. <laughs> like there yeah. are no rules. Yeah. There are no rules. So when there are no rules, yeah. we can't complain about them. So that's how we go. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I, I find this uh, ridiculous in... Well, I can't complain about America, but this is the country where this happens, where there isn't a rule, and then people are like, oh my God. Like, for example, like uh, someone posted on Facebook that someone lost the front grill on their truggy, and they said, that must be against the rules. That guy must be a black flag from the race. And you go to go to uh, any race time or joey race there isn't a rule book the rule book just doesn't exist well joey does have rules he does have rules joey does have tech yes but race time has no tech at all no there is just nothing so like i find this a bit hilarious where people are always like well the rules state this what rules there are are any rules there are no races do not have any rules so what are the rules you are citing and i find it always because then then they make up rules mid-race or whatever and try to 
try to figure out something and make an online argument where there is actually absolutely nothing to argue about because there are no rules. If you want things to follow some protocol and some rule book, then you need to actually have one. And and this, then then when I then we would say this to you, like you guys need a rule book and you guys need tech. People are like, oh, that's just nothing. We don't need that. And then they go the next day. They go, oh, this guy is doing illegal stuff. It's not illegal if there's aren't a rule for it. So mm-hmm. like this is, I, I oh every now like before I used to be like what's going on here, but now I just laugh because I see it way too often. Like every single race, this happens. Like where's the like this guy can't run sports when the rules state otherwise, but they're on the rule book. So like, <laughs> come on, dude. Well, and this also comes back to not having a proper governing body in America to enforce yeah. rules or teach people yeah. how to use these rules. Uh, uh, so, man. Oh, but it's, actually, in in Europe even at races where there isn't EFRA presence or any EFRA whatever, there is still rule, rules written in the event. Like the event has, it's other states we follow the EFRA technical regulations or it has some own regulations that they provide. Uh, but in America, this just doesn't happen. No, and just to clarify, because then people will say that you're bashing on America, just comparing RC racing yeah, I'm, in yeah, Europe uh, to RC racing yeah, in America. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that America is bad for it or whatever. I'm just saying that like <laughs> this is what happens in America. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 I mean, yeah, it just. I mean, it just there's there's yeah there's no rules. So my my, what can my you say? personal suggestion is you guys would change it, but I can't control it. You do what you do. Yeah, I mean, I think standing in line for 45 minutes of practice is silly too, but hey, yeah. you know. Yeah, if uh-huh. people like it, then don't complain about it. You know? that, that's what I say. All right, a couple Instagram questions. We'll answer these real quick, then we go on because we, we spent too much time on these questions. But this is why we did the questions on a different day, so yeah, we can spend time yeah, on them. Yeah. And, and and I like this. I think these are interacting with our viewers, and I think the viewers get some some input in the show as well. Yeah, I like so it. please, go, I, actually, I forgot, I have some that people sent me. As well. The thing is, people send me by private message, and I I lose them. Yeah, I, I mean, so, me too. People have sent me dude, as well. I especially forget. this week, my, my phone hasn't stopped. Obviously, my phone hasn't stopped this week. Me too. Me so, too. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Same thing. So Jay, Jay-Z, this is Instagram questions, JRZ179, has Max built or driven his Mayako? What is his thoughts? Haven't uh, driven. A build is going drive. forwards. Uh, yeah, it's, it's snowing. So build is going forwards, uh, has already, already pretty much finished. Just took out my servos from uh, my other car to put in here. Um, maybe do it tomorrow because it's quite late right now. I have the arm car. Uh, car looks super nice. Uh, build was really good, actually. Had um, one slight issue which should be fixed for production. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, looks, so I- it looks amazing. The car looks really cool. Uh, I obviously seen Joseph's car, but this is my first own one. Uh, I've driven Joseph's car as well, but uh, having my own one and building it and everything fits together very nice. It's right. It's definitely like that's what I, like before I started the build. Everyone told me like it fits like a glove, and I'm like, well, I mean, come on, you've been through like, this before. Can't be, it can't be that much better. Like I, I ran JQ for so long, uh, like like I know some of the same uh, suppliers are still involved, and like. 
no, like <laughs> it's so much better. Like almost everything is so much better. Everything fits perfectly, like snaps together to plastic qualities, like like yeah, everything about it is a lot better. There are still some issues to figure out for production, but they they will be figured out for production. And yeah, I'm very excited. Um and yeah. Yeah, and you know what? If and when you have issues, like okay, so I'm not gonna try them. Like I'm trying not to be biased to Mayako. But when you have issues, you can go into Discord and you can leave an issue report yeah. that goes to factory, so they know what's happening. So I'm just saying that's yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the best things about it. Like uh, running JQ, we had the US uh, Facebook group, and uh, it was okay. There were people talking. Uh, Running AE, they were groups. Some information was shared, a lot wasn't. There were some email lists for some team drivers, which were good, good setup. But the Discord is something else. It's it's like any time of day, you just go there, message someone. Hey, have you had this issue? How how do you how do you do this? Uh, how do you put the brake linkage? Did did you put the shim here? Uh, the, hey, have you guys tried this spring? And in like 15 minutes, someone replies they, what they have done. And like almost every night, people are on their voice call, uh, sometimes talking shit, sometimes thinking of what to improve with the car, already having new ideas. And uh, yeah, everyone's getting along really well. It's like before, before I was sort of part of it, I was like, okay, it sounds cool. And I know it probably will work. But now that I'm like actually in part of it and feeling it and getting through all of it i'm uh yeah i didn't expect it to be actually this good so yeah yeah i agree for, for all right and so on so i have one more question and then we have a discord question and then i think that's it for our questions uh actually i have two questions i'm sorry for those who private messaged me that's just why I always ask people to um, do this. I know a lot of people don't like it publicly, but I just lose them, like, you know, because um, my messages just go crazy. We have, oh, when are you going to trim your mustache? That's what somebody asked. Oh, I wouldn't do it. Uh, same with hair. I'm going full hippie now. Okay. I'm gonna going to move to homeless. San Francisco and start surfing. I don't think San Francisco is known for surfing. Isn't it? I thought it was. <laughs> Maybe it's the wrong place. I think it's like SoCal. SoCal? <laughs> it might be. It might be surfing there in San Francisco. Might be some San shark Francisco surfing. is like, I don't know. I know San Francisco is like very hippie though. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about San Francisco. Never been. Um, all right. So uh, what? what did you have the Discord question? How many were there? Yeah, I, I just one. Uh, it was yeah. about actually. Let's do this one because this is pretty quick. Uh, it, it was about the EFRA rule about the upper wings. So for all European drivers who are looking to attend any EFRA event or any national event that uses EFRA rulebook for that matter, um, any arms that are the rule states, paraphrasing here, but pretty close to what it says, uh, any wings attached to the wishbones are uh, prohibited. Uh, the only allowed components are front wing, body shell, and rear wing. Okay. So all these guys running your uh, little winglets on your front top arms, uh, those are illegal under F rules. So <laughs> just a heads up, guys. 
Yeah, um, but to touch on those wings, do you actually think they make a difference? Yeah, I talked about it before in the podcast. Yeah, you did. I thought they so. definitely, they definitely make a difference. I personally didn't enjoy they those too much because I I have an issue where they start to stall the car for me a lot. I uh, I can't keep because I really like to keep the car have the speed in the corner and like sort of roll it a bit. People who drive a lot on power, uh, they can get around it uh, because it, it pushes the front and in. You can keep it on power and the car still keeps turning. Uh, it sort of stalls the car a bit. Uh, so yeah, for some people, I 100% I think they could work. Uh, for me, not so much. And on bumps, for sure, they aren't very good. I I really struggled with them on bumps. Okay. Um, and I had one more question. This is from my good buddy, Axel Owen. And, he, uh, and it's actually a good question. And he goes, is flame out a fancy word for ran out of gas or because no one really knows what happened? <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I flamed out. <laughs> hey, connector rod sticking through the side of the engine or something like that. Like, you know? I mean, yeah, it, it did flame out, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think flame out. I think flame out and tires are the best excuses in RC. The two most used. I yeah, I love the I love the tire excuse because that's a, so such an easy one to pull. Like, yeah. you don't have to base it on anything. It doesn't have to be like you tested anything. You just say, "I was just slow. It just must be tires." And then that's yeah, it. like that's that's the lamest excuse you can ever have because obviously, if you're sponsored, uh, then yeah, and if you're the only guy, but. Generally, this is hilarious because, for example, you remember when Tessman ran J Concepts tires at Neo, mm-hmm. uh, Boots finished uh, third with Proline. <laughs> when yeah, Tessman yeah. finished way down the list with J Concepts. Uh, there are so many <laughs> stuff like this. Like the only time when guys switched tires before the main uh, was Bruno at the Euros and actually won. But even then, he didn't have a, a tire sponsor. He was just like he wasn't a factory hot race tire uh, driver. He was just like hot race wanted to give him free tires, and that's it. He didn't have any contract or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, generally the tire excuse is a silly one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but. It does. Like, I mean, guys do have better tires. That's why we need oh, spec racing. Sure. Spec racing. Tires. Spec racing eliminates all that. Spec tires eliminates all yeah, that. But- I, I am a huge. I before I used to be hesitant on spec tires for, for example, the Finnish national series, uh, because like for me it was easy. I just run one tire anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I ran. I was sponsored by J Concept that time. Ran uh, blue or green triple E's every single race. And uh, I think uh, to me it was unnecessary, but we have since then switched to control tires. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I realized like if it works in Finland, imagine traveling to a race and you just buy tires there. Uh, seeing RC2 guys just buying tires and running them, so easy. And uh, I have actually proposed something like this for RCGP, the pro class as well. Uh, and with this, you can do two different compounds. Tire strategy comes into play. You have a limited amount of sets, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like this, uh, which could be very interesting for the viewers, kind of like F1, the tire strategy game, all of that. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously not going to happen this year, uh, but for the future, something very cool, uh, in my opinion. 
Right. So I did have one more question that I remember somebody sent me in Discord, and this was them asking, do they think, do you think having an Astro, Astro 8 scale track would help get new people into RC? Racing. Uh, depends where you live. If it's a place where it rains, 100%, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, you, you, you can't tell them, hey, run mini pins or spirals or stuff like that. No one likes Okay, some people like it, but most people won't like it. When you're running on Astro, you have to run like uh, pin tires, like regular dirt tires. I, I really like zips. Zips were really fun. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, don't some like, of those guys dremeled on and leave just a single line and all. I've seen Scott do that and other actual yeah, turf guys they, in yeah, the UK. Dremeling tires before you even run them, that's not fun for sure. That's going to yeah. turn away drivers. And even if you do that, it's still not. It's still very high grip to drive and it's it doesn't handle very nice. So generally, I, I run Triple D and Impactor and Zips. Uh, all of those tires work pretty well on Astro. Uh, some people say it's worse than wet Astro, but okay, it's a bit more slippery. Uh, get over it. Uh, but I think more slippery is more slippery is fun, more fun than like too high grip, because your car is just rolling over. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that's my my take on it. Sweet. I think that's all we have. And please, guys, who sent me other like. I, you know, I, don't, I just have to get people email me these questions because I just get, and then I, I screenshot <laughs> them and then it goes on my photos and then it just gets lost. Like, ah, oh man, people like, I, ugh, sorry guys, if you'd had a question and I forgot it this week, send it to me again, please. I apologize. Um, I think you that's need to it, save dude. them in, in somewhere. Maybe I do save, save them, them, but I, I save so much stuff on my phone, dude. It's just like my, uh, my yeah. life. Look, look how messy my room is. Like imagine what my yeah, phone is like. You are the definition of disorganized. To an extent. I'm disorganized, but I'm organized in my own way. Um, <laughs> True. I think that's it. Thank you, everybody that sent us questions. We greatly appreciate it. I hope you guys like this new format so we can give you a little bit more attention to your questions and whatnot. So, yeah, keep those questions coming. And, uh, yeah, we'll try to answer. We might have some answers for you. Max, we're going to go on to – I'm going to go on to the main interview – with uh, Jackson Brunson, Action Jackson. And we're gonna come back because we have a little bit of a rant today. And uh, we're, mm -hmm. gonna, we're gonna do a little bit of a ranting, a little bit of ranting. So thank you to BeachRC. Thank you to everybody that supports uh, BeachRC. Remember, we have an affiliate link. It's in the written description of this podcast. If you guys can use that, it helps us out, helps BeachRC out. Thank you to Brent and Lucas and all the guys. And um, yeah, thank you. It's time to go on to the main interview. What to you? by Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. Joining me this week is a young man that I actually met uh, a few years ago, back in 2018. And uh, I've seen him at many races, watched him improve over the years. And for me, one of the more surprising moves in 2021, 22 silly season, when he made the move from 
team associated where he I had seen him there for ever since I knew him to HB. Uh, I've uh, you know, I've gotten to know him and his friends over the years, and we've had lots of jokes. They even played a, a mean joke on me at a stoplight one day. But uh, it, I thought it was police. Remember when we was at uh, AMS and you guys are honking horn for me to be? Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. these people, like, oh, yeah. I was I like, should I turn? Really and then I realized it was you guys, you and AJ. But I'd like to welcome Action Jackson Brunson. Um, I heard uh, Richard Saxton calling you that the whole time at the Nationals. Yeah. What's up, yeah. Action? Uh, so, welcome. Doing? Uh, to the NNRC, man. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, Just, man. Uh, kicking it. Yeah, so 2022, uh, you was involved in Silly Season this year. You made the move from AE to HB. We're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, oh, yeah. You've definitely improved on the eight scale scene in the last two years. You've been hitting it hard. You've been making some a lot of A-mains and stuff like that. Uh so definitely have improved a lot, but I just kind of mm. want to get get people to know a little about you. So, uh, how old are you, dude? I don't even know how old you are. I'm 22. Okay, you're still like you're still young. Like I don't know why I thought you was like 24 or something like that. Nah, nah I'm still still young. Still got a lot of life left. So I met you when it's like 18, then I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I would say. So whereabouts in the southeast <clears throat> are you from? So I'm in uh, Sharpsburg, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I'm like 20 minutes south of Atlanta. Okay. So I got a pretty dialed commute to the airport. It's like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not too bad. Traffic can get nah. horrible in Atlanta, though. Yeah, yeah. Traffic's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, 22 years. Well, I, I thought you was little. But you see, you've been racing for a while. See? You've been around for a while, too. Racing. So I thought you was a little older than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, So I, I have to ask this. How... Did you, I always ask people this, how did you get into this crazy thing that we know as RC racing now? How did it all start for you? So my dad got me a slash, which I'm pretty sure that's how everyone is now. Um, (laughs) But I got a slash um, 2014 and I started racing and then it kind of progressed from there. I got like an SC 10.2 uh b44 to b4.2 so i had the rear motor two wheel mm-hmm. like i did race the rear motor two wheel and then yeah kind of just snowballed from there yeah where did you start racing to uh when you so you started at 10 in 10 scale i, mm-hmm. I assume so yeah. where did where was your first tracks and where did you used to race there in georgia so it's in marietta so i'm, pretty, I'm just gonna say it's in atlanta basically mm-hmm. and um it was a hot indoor track called Hot Shots RC. Okay. Uh, they're no longer around, but um, the the guy that owned it and his kids still race, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But um, no, so that was where I'd you know I'd probably go maybe twice a week, right? Like just when my dad could drive me because I was I wasn't um I think I was yeah how old are you fifteen okay well. No, I was probably 14, 15. Yeah, so I didn't have my license, so I'd have to wait for my dad to get off work or mm-hmm. my mom take me. But so, yeah, I'd go, you know, two times a week and then race on the weekends and, um, you know, if I, you know, school and all that going on. But, uh, yeah, so I did that for, you know, a year, kind of enjoyed it. And then I realized there's some, you know, bigger races. Like, I started, I did the club racing for a while mm-hmm. and then feel like there was a big race where, like, uh, Borkowitz and um, JR and Paul came down or came up from mm-hmm. four. And um, 
met them, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say got in with them, but, you know, just kind of enjoyed their company. They enjoyed mine. So they were like, oh, yeah, you need to come down to Super Cup. So that next year I went to Super Cup and, dude, it was just, that was it. It was like I kept doing that and then just, it just the snowball effect, man. It was gnarly. The next, you know. Yeah, it, in the big scheme of things, you actually kind of got started in RC late. 14 is kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds crazy, but most people we talk to start when they're like eight, nine. So mm. you, you kind of got started late in this. And that's kind of, wow, I didn't realize you had been with JC so long as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, yeah, you, yeah, you brought up Damon Barkowitz. Like I remember hearing his name all the time back in mm-hmm. the day, like on Rip and all that type of stuff, and in the Mac and and online and whatnot. So yeah. I didn't realize you came up like you was. Well, he's he's about your age or a little younger than you. I, I think Damon's a year younger. Okay, but yeah, right around the same age group. All right, so you was hitting the ten scale Super Cup. That was good. That's a big series in um, Florida. Yeah. Um, with 10 scale and whatnot like there. So uh, how did you make out in the Super Cup? Like when did you start saying, hey, I'm getting pretty good at this and, uh, you know, I got I want to pursue this even more? Um, I don't know. Like I, I know the first race I went to, I was in the B mains for Modified. And then we went to the next race and I made the mains. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just like, all right, you know, I'm doing pretty decent, you know, keep going down. And then that would kind of... Yeah, I, just, I kept doing them, and I honestly, I didn't get my first win until maybe a year or two after, mm-hmm. because there was kind of a period of where, um, I mean, a learning period. Mm-hmm. Like, I started traveling more and figuring more stuff out, and then there was that year I ran stock, so I did run modified. Right. You only ran but, one um, year of stock? Yeah, yeah, so I... I didn't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, well, it was also when I started running eight scale too. So I was right, like, right. Oh, you know, I don't really want to run eight scale and then go run my stock car. Right. Cause it's slow. <laughs> so I was like, I just didn't, enjoy, I didn't like stock. It was cool, but it was like, I, it was also when I left Trinity, mm-hmm. then I was like, all right, I'm going to run VD, I'm going to run modified and all that stuff. But there was a couple of factors that went into it. So yeah, I basically, 2017 i ran stock mm-hmm. 2018 i started run mod more mm-hmm. and then that was when i started getting a couple of super cup wins yeah um, so i'd say by then that was when kind of jr and damon weren't at racing as much i mean they were still at the track but it wasn't like they were um they were still like you know we were all still having close battles but it, you know it just seemed like um you know, as you race more, you know, and you have to track more, you, you're just going to do better. It's yeah, of course. You've, you've been but, putting in the work over the last years, too. That's the thing about it. Um, uh, you have definitely been putting in a lot of work, a lot of practicing, a lot of racing as well, you know. Yeah. So you, if people want to look at hard work, I, I have to give you credit for that because you've been racing and practicing a lot, lots of trips out to California, hanging out with Spencer, going to Arizona, all that type of stuff. Which is needed in, to get better yeah, in thanks. this industry. Yeah, yeah. So 
Uh, who were some of your early influences when you got started in this? Who were some of the people? You said Paul and, and Damon mm-hmm. kind of took you under your wings, but who were some of the guys you looked up to? Yeah, I'd say like at first, you know, like I would say the first person that ever was kind of like, oh, you know, helped me out a bunch was definitely uh, Mark Moon. He's mm-hmm. still local and he owns Loganville, which is right. a track I race at yeah. for him. And so, uh, yeah, him, you know, there's this old man, uh, Carl Knight at the first indoor track. Mm-hmm. He helped me out a bunch. And then, um, I mean, obviously my, you know, my mom and dad and my family, they're obviously on the top priority list, but, um, and then from that, yeah, you know, JR, you know, there's a couple, there's about a year or so where JR and I would kind of, you know, run together and, mm-hmm. um, Jason Rona, you know, kind of helped me out a bunch. And then, you know, we kind of fast forward to, you know, last couple of years, it's been, you know, me, Spencer, you know, Alex K, Brent. Mm-hmm. Telke, Richard Saxton, Aiden Horn, all those guys. Um, Lee Setzer, you know, it's yeah. just just kind of a big group of, uh, you know, guys. Yeah, when when I first really met you in 2018, I think it might have been not. Well, did you go to the Royal Regionals when Joseph and I went on to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I got to know you and AJ. But I think I had met you guys before that. I think our first time where I got to met you was like AMS. And yeah, yeah. It was, it was you aj jason frank and then lee mm-hmm. was probably the younger of you guys yeah i, I don't we even also know had, uh, brad nicosia too okay i didn't i don't remember, I don't him. remember him okay sorry I, yeah. I don't even so. think lee was racing eight scale when i met you guys at ams that year no so he would only i remember he would only run e-buggy yeah yeah like he would only have an e-buggy um yeah that's that's the year that remember when Frank like remember that quad that they had and Frank yeah like flat landed ruined his car like he his chassis like the front he had yeah. no front kick up on his chassis and yeah, it was yeah. crazy remember, he like came back and his stuff was all we made like a kachow meme out of it yeah but out of those four guys you and Lee are the ones that are still really into this like because Jason Frank isn't doing it no more AJ is more you know. He's focused on the motor side of things with Trinity mm-hmm. and stock and, and drag racing and all that stuff. So he's, he's following his path in his career. I guess mm-hmm. my question is, when did you kind of decide to focus primarily on eight scale? Because that's what it's been for you for the last. I mean, you dabbled in some 10 scale over the last mm-hmm. few years, but obviously your primary focus has <clears> been eight scale. Um, I, there's a couple of things mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, switched it up for me but i would say you know i i have a couple i'd say i have one really good 10 scale track hobby town down Mm -hmm. in columbus but it's you know two hours away so it's it's not i mean i'm sure some people have a worse drive to get to tracks and i'm sure some people wish their track was two hours away Mm -hmm. um but uh, dude i have three eight scale tracks within an hour right like even less and <clears throat> so it's obviously easier to go run eight scale and um obviously you know with mark owning loganville um i'm dude i'm able to go you know whenever i want mm-hmm. like i just you know i mean he doesn't i give him some money mm-hmm. and um you know because i also i'll stay out there you know and use the lights and the electricity so you know i give him some cash and you know that's how it is with everyone i don't get special treatment but um yeah, it's just dude, it's so much more convenient. Um, but other than that, I dude, I just enjoy eight scale. Like I think ten scale is honestly, it's not that fun. It's <laughs> it's a lot of work, which for the guys that are dominating, mm-hmm. it's impressive and respectable. 
Um, you know, it's so much work and I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the transparent, most hundred percent honest answer. I didn't enjoy it. And, you know, I don't make a living doing this. So I, my decision to not do it's a little easier than some. So that was kind of it. Um, <clears throat> obviously with like, I, you know, I was on associate at the time. So, um, you know, I had to, you know, we had to figure some stuff out for me not to run 10 scale, but mm-hmm. you know, that was it. So I mean, it was all minor stuff, but yeah, just honestly wasn't enjoying it as well, much as eight scale. Yeah. Well, what, what I, I think people don't understand how big eight scale racing is in the <clears> Southeast, <throat> you know, I mean on the East coast period, but in the Southeast, it's yeah. huge. I mean, you're in an area where you you're in Georgia, so you got North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, mm. all yeah. that. Yeah, you, you know where you can go to many different tracks and go practice, and there's lots of racing. It's probably going to get about four or five different races on on anywhere in those states on a good weekend, you know, when there's no rain and whatnot. So it's mm. understandable, and Nitro is the glory anyway. So oh, of course, you know. Course. Um, but I want I am going to get your opinion about stock and mod her later on. Uh, I just wanted to. Be, I know you mentioned his name, but where is uh, Damon Walkerwitz now? He like uh, he like <laughs> just out of racing altogether. So I honestly, we you know we don't have any bad blood or anything. I right. just you know we're you know we got you know we're just leading kind of two different lives, mm-hmm. and um, but no, I'm pretty sure he does a lot with uh, like crypto. Okay, and he's kind of you know doing that, enjoying that, and you know experiencing that side of life, which I think is awesome. You know, I've, I've dabbled in that stuff a little bit. Me and Spencer have, really. Right. Uh, that was kind of something we started doing together. But um, other than that, no, it's I don't really exactly talk to him a whole lot. Right, right. Uh, he'll say, you know, what's up. Just two different then. hobbies, like, you know, two yeah. different things. Yeah, you know, we're just both busy doing our own thing. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, when I'm down in Florida, there's a race he gets to go to. But if not, you know, I'll see him when I see him. He probably made the wise decision. He said, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money and, and not yeah, spend yeah. a whole bunch of it on RC. Mm-hmm. All right. So you <clears throat> had a, you had a, you have a very close relationship with Spencer. Uh, mm. I've even heard you. <laughs> I was listening to you and his dad go at it at, um, you know, just to, like the report that I think you guys have, you know, you joke around with each other and, you know, you obviously spend a, t- a lot of time. Spencer, how did you develop that relationship with him, and how did you guys end up becoming <clears throat> such good friends? So I met him in 2018 at the Roar <clears throat> Nationals warm-up. So that was the warm-up for the Southside Nationals that year. And it was kind of just like that. You know, we just kind of clicked, and um, I wouldn't say we really, like, talked a whole lot after that. I mean, it was kind of every now and then, but um, – Really, like, at the end of 2018, we both stayed in a hotel at Myrtle Beach. It was kind of like we did the fall brawl, you know, one weekend, mm-hmm. and then the INS at Beach RC. So it was just like, oh, you know, we don't really have anything else going on. So we just stayed at the hotel for a week, and, you know, just that was kind of how it happened, um, you know, just hanging out a bunch and enjoying our company. So, um, yeah. yeah, it just kind of went from there. Yeah, I mean, you guys were inseparable at one point you know you you all went to the same races and and i think it i i guess my question is how influential and how was that 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 relationship uh beneficial to your eight scale program yeah i mean i i would say um i don't know if anyone's out there that thinks that but it's definitely not i think it 
to be friends with him because I wanted to be faster. But right, no, I get it, that. Not saying that no, you did yeah, it just yeah. to be his friend. No, I know. I just wanted right. to get that. Right, I just right. don't want to make it sound like that. But um, no, I mean, I would say he's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I would say he's most of it. Obviously, there's a lot of people in there, but I'd say he's the biggest pie in the you know chart. Yeah. Um, he's just yeah. It's just super easy to. You know, Richard's always said that Spencer's a sponge, you know, just soaks up information. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I'm the same way, you know, just taking everything he says and, you know, kind of like noticing some things that he's doing. that I'm like, oh, you know, I think I can do that or, you know, maybe do something better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not all the time. You know, he's a fantastic driver. But, um, yeah, it's he's helped out a bunch. He's definitely been a huge help. What are some of the things you admire about him that makes him uh, a two-time world champion and, and on a level that he's at at this at this point? Like that you can see that's in him. Like I, for me, like JQ, I like he's persistent. It's a weakness. Yeah. It's a strength and it's a weakness. But his ability to focus on things and see the big picture in the end is something that I admire. So you know, it's these. I think when you have this, because obviously Spencer has a lot of talent as well. He also has a, a very uh, good work ethic, it seems as well. So mm-hmm. I think what was it that you saw in him that probably separates him from other pros or other people at that level? I would say probably one of his biggest qualities that I've noticed, and I think a lot of people can per, a lot of people can respect is his ability to just remain positive, even when stuff's going south. Um, and it doesn't even, you know, it doesn't even have to be with RC. That's just how he is. Like, mm-hmm. dude, we we're playing F1 last night, like, and we're racing and he spun out and, you know, Alex K is like, Oh dude, you're out of this. And he's like, no, no, I got it. And then, you know, he ended up getting second or whatever. Really? But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's, you know, really goal-driven, and, um, you know, that says a lot, mm-hmm. and I think um, that's how he's gotten to be so far in this hot, you know, I think that's how he's gotten so far in this hobby is, you know, he's super positive about things. I mean, if you keep a level head and, you know, you remain, I mean, it's harder to be positive than it is negative. A lot of people tend to be negative with mm-hmm. it about things because it takes less energy. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone does it. I'm guilty myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think being ha- remain a positive attitude about everything and knowing, you know, you're only in control of the things you can control and remaining in your level head is something that he is really good at. And that's kind of propelled him, you know, to be one of the best, if not the best. Yeah. Uh, and still young, you know, and yeah. a, a bright future ahead of him, you know, right. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. And you, like, we're not, all right, so I I just wanted to know, like, how he influenced you and, you know, like, obviously, uh, maybe some of the qualities that you admire in him and and got, and helped improve your racing and maybe just better in life, because he is, you guys are both about the same age, you know what I mean, and uh, I guess at the end of the day, you guys are still young men at the end of the, at the end of the day and like young men things and still have a life outside of RC. So that's cool. Mm. But this leads me to my next question because I had heard the rumors that you was leaving AE and I was like, nah. And then I asked you when you said, Hey, we, we can do a podcast next year or whatever. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, are you leaving AE? And it's like, oh, I'm still got AE cars. I was like, Oh gosh, I know what you're doing. But, um, yeah. so I guess this wasn't an easy decision for you, but 
you know, because it was kind of like, you know, I, I, it was like you guys, it was you, Spencer, Alex K, Lee, you guys were like the, the JC, um, associated guys, you know, you're all mm-hmm. pitting together and you're like the first person to, of that click to go away. Uh, was this, how did this decision mm-hmm. come about? I understand that why, because H, and down in, in your area, like in the South, like mm-hmm. HB is big, you got Co Ogden right there. It's a very popular chassis there in your mm-hmm. area. But was it this a difficult decision to leave like the nest and, and, and fly out, fly on your own? To yeah. An extent? You know, it, it was, um, it was a hard decision. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it, there was, I mean, it's just RC cars, but yeah, it was a pretty, you know, I'd say an emotional, like giving Brent my, that phone call was probably one of the f- hardest phone calls I've had to make. Right. Um, yeah, it was, you know, they, they did a lot for me and, you know, it's something that goes past just RC, you know, mm-hmm. the m- memories and the friendships and, you know, the goals we accomplished, everything all together, it, you know, it, it's something that, you know, there's anyone can really dream about and, you know, just the adventures we were able to, I was able to go on with these guys. I mean, gosh, it was, it was really a dream come true. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it was hard. Um, but I think, you know, just the, you know, for my direction of the industry and, you know, kind of how I wanted, you know, kind of do things, you know, I just feel like there's a change. I mean, I was a little burnt out. I think everyone gets burnt out, mm-hmm. you know, you know, at some point. And, um, so yeah, it was just, you know, again, I don't really do this for a living. So I kind of was just, you know, I kind of want to, you know, try something else, you know, you, you know, you only live once. So, yep. you know, you, you know, live and die with the mistakes you make and, or not mistakes, sorry, the um, choices you make, yep. but, sorry. And, um, yeah, you know, I wanted to, you know, change it up. So I switched it up. Yeah. Um, but you kind of had been with AE from when you started, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were, so. I mean, they weren't the, I had a Mugen, I had a couple of Mugen cars okay. as when I, you know, kind of privateer stuff. Um, but yeah, it's my, my first chassis deal or whatnot. I mean, hell, even my first RC car really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was this team associate. So I get, I have to ask, how did Spencer take the news or like, did you discuss this with him beforehand or does he understand or is it like, you know, it's kind of like when Max went to AE. You know, it yeah. was like, oh, we, I understood why. Yeah. You know, because he wanted to try something different and see what it was about. Uh, mm. So, you know, it does. It is. It stings a little bit when you're close like that. But what did what did Spencer think? And um, I, I assume you guys are still cool. Obviously, playing Xbox, mm. PlayStation and whatnot, as you should mm. be, because at the end of the day, this is RC cars, and you know, we, we some of us have to take it seriously, <clears throat> and we do. Yeah. But uh, it, it shouldn't cause friendships either. Yeah. No, you know, he was super cool about things. Um, I think at the beginning, you know, it was, I mean, I'm not super into the social media stuff, so right. I'm not sure what was floating around, but I'm sure, you know, I, like AMS was my last race, and he right. knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I I mean, I talked to Mayfield and all those guys, and they were, you know, there's kind of some buzz around it, you know, at Southern Nationals. So, you know, September mm-hmm. that, you know, it was kind of like everyone was like, you know, telling me, oh, you know, you're hanging out with Cole a bunch. But it's always, you know, I've always hung out with Cole and, you know, we've always gone to the track together. Mm-hmm. But I could kind of see all that stuff. So I think he knew mm-hmm. or had a feeling earlier. But I honestly, you know, 
there was I told a couple of people, but I didn't tell anyone. Um, you know, it was only really only over the phone, but it was kind of just you know super close people. And then you know I I didn't tell him until I told Brent. Um, aside from the few first few people I told, which were really just kind of mentors or right, you know, people I you know extremely trust. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know my first order of business was uh, call Brent and tell Brent uh, that was um kind of the first thing. And then you know when I told Brent, I called Spencer and told him, and he was like, oh yeah, you know I've known, and I was like. Um, he was just like, Oh, why, you know, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, I, you know, it's just uh, kind of a certain amount of respect that I kind of wanted to give Brent, you know, just, you know, wanted him to know and hear from me and not hear from the pits. But, um, yeah, you know, he's been super, you know, uh, supportive about everything. Obviously there's going to be, there's going to be a little bit of got Mm -hmm. the morning throat. Yeah. No worries. Drink some water. um, I, yeah, yeah, there's going to be some, uh, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit of change, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting to be, um, you know, out out west with him a whole right, lot as right. much as I was. Um, but, I, I mean, I still will. You know, mm-hmm. we're still friends. I mean, I don't mind going there just to hang out. It doesn't have to be really about RC cars. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, um, he was super supportive about everything and um, – yeah, that was really it. I mean, now we all joke about it. Well, that's stuff. good. So, yeah, I mean, I think at first it was kind of – Yeah. I was even kind of curious. I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of curious what you think. But the end of the day, man, it's, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, he knows that I have to – I'm here for myself and no one else. And um, I got to make the decision that's best for me. Mm-hmm. And I think he supports that. Or I know he supports that. Mm-hmm. And – um yeah, that's really all you can ask for. All right. So I guess my next question would be, uh, I, I understand why you went HB, but how did it come about? Because it was also talks of you going TLR. I mean, yo, on our Discord, on the NNRC Discord, we had people yeah. examining Necker, like from the shadow pictures. And then oh, I, really? Oh, man, we were going, we were geeking right out. Like, they're like, look at that Necker. It's it's Lutz's Necker. I said, no, that's Brunson's fit, shape. Well, you know, we was just... And then even you chimed in. I was like, "No, that's too skinny to be Brunson." And he's like, "What am I fat?" So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we was we was trying to figure it out. And one guy's like, "I know Brunson's going HB." I guess why HB? How did that come about? Um. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I've ran the car before. You know, mm-hmm. I test with. You know, I run with Cole a bunch. So, um, I've also driven his car. You know, that's just kind of what we. You know. Oh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, kind of run each other's cars. And I've always enjoyed driving the car. And I've seen how Cole works on the car and just how um, how everything works. And I, I really enjoyed that stuff. And then I would say, you know, not running 10 scale was kind of like, I mean, they we have, you know, like how about this? We have a 10 scale program, but uh, it's obviously not up to, you know, the same standards or, right. you know, not everyone runs it. I mean, everyone knows how it is. But, um, so that kind of played in, um, me just wanting to do eight scale. Okay. Um, that was, yeah, I would, I wouldn't say that was really any kind of a factor in my mind, but you know, just, you know, things work out. Just, that's just how the cookie crumbles. But, um, no, I just, I, you know, I enjoyed the car, you know, I, um, I, you know, I haven't done much teammate talking 
Um, I know, I mean, I'm friends with everyone. I, you know, Dylan Caldwell, mm-hmm. um, Thie Long and his father, you know, they're super nice. Um, we got some local guys too. And, um, yeah, I just kind of enjoyed the whole environment, enjoyed the cars. Um, I really only ran the nitro buggy. So in the nitro buggy, I think as everyone knows, you know, Ronald Falk had good success with it. Um, Cole obviously has good success. So I was kind of like, at first I was drawn to the nitro car cause I was like, Oh, you know, it's a pretty damn good nitro car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've ran the e-buggy and the truggy and I've gotten those, you know, a couple of days of random. They've been, you know, pretty good. So that's kind of, I'd say, you know, being friends with Cole, mm-hmm. you know, that's super good to, you know, we, we can you know, run whenever we want mm-hmm. and hang out whenever we want. So it's just kind of, that makes it easy. Yeah. I'm both in Georgia. So yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like 40 minutes away from Cole. So, I mean, it's super, you know, convenient for both of us to, you know, bounce ideas off each other and whatnot. Yeah. And with, with, uh, Rana Falk and Adrian of HB, uh, Cole, I guess, bumps up to that number one spot in, mm-hmm. in the HB uh, hierarchy, which is deserved. He's been with HB for some time now. And, but I mean, HB made some, in my opinion, in, in America, made some superpower moves. Uh, yeah. They have a squad. I mean, they got you, they got Pavidis, and then they got the Fullers on board. So you have a lot of young talent. Uh, yeah. At different ages coming in right now, and it's gonna be like it's it, it's gonna be some wars out there this year, man. We got like you know you got <clears> Techno <throat> who's got their squad. You yeah. got um, Swax has got a squad now. It's like all the teams have well besides AE. I don't know who AE's second Nitro driver is gonna be now. Maybe Lee. Uh, I'd say Aiden. Yeah, Aiden. I mean, sorry, Aiden. 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 He did pretty. I mean. Oh yeah, stellar runs. Hold on, actually, AE's got a squad too because they got Rivkin, Aiden, uh, Tallard, and and Lee is coming yeah. up. You know, so we're looking at about each team's got about besides four decent guys that can do. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking at a really really exciting eight scale year coming up, leading to the worlds. What are yeah. some of your goals in your RC career that you're looking to uh, accomplish this year? Yeah, you know, I mean. Um, definitely, you know, want to obviously just do the best I can every race and, you know, not, um, I think, you know, it's, I've been racing more and more now. You kind of learn how everything kind of works and whatnot. So, you know, I'm not going to stress about anything like that, but, you know, some goals that I want to hit, I mean, obviously I want to get to the world. I think that's everyone's goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so to do good at the world would be awesome. Um, you know, the Nationals main, you know, something I want to be able to be a part of. Uh, been in the semi a bunch and, you know, just barely missing out on the main, you know, a couple of years. Aside from last year, you know, kind of had a blowout year, but whatever. But, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, you know, I have some, you know, goals that, you know, um, honestly, um, the whole goal thing I kind of keep to myself and, mm-hmm. you know, don't really try to put a whole lot of pressure on there and, uh, just kind of enjoy the ride and, um, you know, just see where I end up. I know I, you know, give it a hundred percent every time I'm on the track and that's just where I'm, I end up. 
Sweet. So your first race on new rides, like real race, will be SIC. Uh, as we're, we're recording this before you go to SIC, so people, this will be released after SIC. Okay. So, um, but that's your first big race on this. Uh, what else can we expect? Mm-hmm. That you? So you can do SIC, obviously DNC. Yeah, so uh, SIC, then uh, the weekend right after is the Nationals warm-up mm-hmm. at Adobe. And then, yeah, so DNC, uh, I'll be at all the race time entertainment races. Um, Silver State, um, the Worlds. I'm not. I don't know about the Worlds warm up. Yeah, that's, sure that's all going to work out. That's going to be expensive trip. You know, over to Spain twice in one year. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just. I think it'd be uh, good to do. Uh, I've never really been overseas. We were going to do that. Um, the Neo race. Mm-hmm. Or like the year, I guess it was twenty twenty. Yeah, I've been there since whatever that race is called. The DXR race. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know, I sent over entry money and everything, and was ready to go, and then all that stuff happened. But um, no, I think you know, so you know, the world's races, and then um, yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of the you know, kind of the end of the six months of the year, and you know, you have Wicked Weekend, and you know, you're kind of finishing out the race entertainment races, and then. yeah, there's just not a whole lot of eight scale stuff going on towards the end of the year, but um, you know, we'll make the most of it. Yeah, for sure. Are you looking so, forward to getting over to Redavon to that that big ass track they got over there, man? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I've, I've talked to Thomas a bunch about it, um, cuz he went and uh, you know, did some that was when he was the J Concepts media guy and you know, he did some support with Ronald Falk and um you know, covered the event, you know, all our J Concepts guys over there, you know, mm-hmm. Savoya and whatnot. Um, so I'm excited to go there. I I haven't honestly looked at the track a whole lot, mm-hmm. like just in videos, but, um, you know, as the, you know, we get closer and closer. It's huge, dude. Huge. Yeah, track. it looks, I've, from what I've seen, it's pretty gnarly, you know, huge, and it looks pretty grippy and kind of dusty. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a European track, but very big, lots of corner speed, and I think they'll make some yeah. changes to it. Uh, well, they have to make some changes to it. Yeah. Uh, so that's good to see. All right, um, let's keep it on Georgia. Let's talk about some racing in Georgia. Uh, you talked about Loganville. There, there are mm-hmm. a lot of tracks. I mean, what I I can go back to the Sugar Bowl. You know, I had a buddy that yeah. used to race in the Sugar Bowl in Atlanta back in the day. So Georgia has been a staple of RC racing in. In the East Coast, uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Logan, like you said, Mark Moon's been a big influence on you as well. Is that the track where they have the, um, hey, come up and talk to me stickers? Like, I think it was that, or maybe it was RC3. Uh, they had a race, and they had, like, they were, I heard one of those tracks really work hard to getting new people into RC. So, it might be... Um. I don't know if Loganville has those stickers. Yeah. I, I mean, I do know, like, dude, the novice classic club races is easily you know, two to three heats. So, really? I mean, I know they push for new drivers. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if they have those stickers. So, does, is the racing scene big enough? Not Like, they had, like, some uh, signs that had gave, they put it on, uh, like, maybe you wasn't at this race. So, hey, come up and talk to me if you have any questions. Mm-hmm. You know, so new people, which I thought was a good thing. So, yeah. I would, so I would say that the racing scene is pretty decent there. Like, you got a good bit of, if you're getting three heats of novice class, I mean. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Loganville, you know, obviously, I mean, like, on an average weekend, yeah, it's over 100 entries. Mm-hmm. Um, they do really well. Um, 
the track prep's always good. And, you know, they always go out a day or two before the event or, you know, club race or whatever. And, you know, prep the track. I mean, they got a good group of guys. Um, I wish I, you know, I could say I'm the guy that's out there helping, but, you know, I'm not. And I'm very thankful for the guys that take their time mm-hmm. to get the track prep for us racers. But, um, no, so, you know, Loganville does really well. Mark and Brian Burnett and uh, their group of guys. And then, um, so Kyle Neary, you know him. Yeah, his, he's got he's, probably the best tra- backyard uh, track private I've seen. Track. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I mean, we... I've gone there a couple of times and it's honestly super West coast. Like the yeah. way, the way his dirt is, it's just reminds you of West coast. And the, obviously, um, Westergaard did the layout. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, got West coast jumps mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so we have that. And then we have a new track that just opened up called the barn. Yeah. I saw that. And that's, um, honest. That's like five minutes away from Kyle's. Track. really so like yeah i mean like we could honestly run at kyle's during the day and then go to the barn at night because uh kyle doesn't have lights yet mm-hmm. so like you know go to the barn and race under the lights and honestly the barn's probably one of the nicest tracks um they just kind of done everything all at once mm-hmm. and at the start you know like the pits are right under the driver's stand it's a pretty big driver's stand mm-hmm. um it's just super nice um uh, you know, just kind of the tracks, you know, a good size, um, just everything about it's nice. They got an air compressor, a hose, you know, wash your tires and whatnot. It's just kind of, you know, everything's nice. You got like, it's almost like a 10 scale pitting kind of situation, mm-hmm. like where, you know, we have our own, you know, outlets and stuff. It, it's just super nice. Yeah. So uh, that's. I was looking at some pictures of it. Uh, uh, one of the guys who listens to uh, Scott was sent me some uh, a link mm. to it, and it looks nice. And then, of course, you have Phil Hurd, which is yeah, in Savannah. Any yeah, other that's tracks? about four hours. Of, yeah, so Savannah is about four hours away, mm-hmm. uh, give or take, with traffic. And uh, which is, you know, again, that's a track in itself, super mm-hmm. historic. And, you know, I was actually there last week running. Okay. But um, so we have that. We had Augusta RC. I believe they closed. Mm. Um, we haven't, I haven't seen much going on with them. And then obviously, you know, the Carolinas, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, easily in S and B are, you know, only three hours away from me. Okay. Um, so there's that. And then, um, obviously Florida, yeah. uh, you yeah, know, I, I'm, I'm four hours away from Florida. So, you know, pretty much that's a little bit more of a drive, but you know, there's, you know, geez, you know, at least five, six good eight scale tracks there that I can run at. You're like so. in the best position to go for eight scale racing. It seems. Yeah. I'd say like, I'm pretty fortunate to have as many tracks as I do. I mean, within 10 hours. Yeah. Like, you know, within a days of driving. All right. Um, before I, I will, I, so we, we're going to get back on some 10 scale racing here and then, um, we'll get into a little bit of what you like to do outside of RC, but, uh, let's talk about the whole big stock versus mod debate. You ran stock for a year. You said you disliked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, we were talking about this. It was my buddy, RC Kevin and Tony Newland, how, uh, we kind of just look at stock now as spec mod and yeah. or the 250 class. Of, of yeah, RC, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we kind of compared it to like Christian Craig, how he went to. Uh, this is my outlook on stock now. Like Christian Craig, he was he's good in two fifties. He went up to four fifty, sucked. 
you know, yeah. came back down to 250s to be relevant again and probably going to finish a career in 250s. Uh, I think that's kind of the future of stock, if you look at it like that. <laughs> uh, what's your opinions? I, I think right now, like on the pro side of things, which is the mod side, 10 scale is a little, you know, it's not as big as it used to be. It's just, I mean, yeah. I watched the CRCRC race. You know, there's no Mayfields. There's no Cavs, no Tessmans. The older, you know, these this older group of guys that are still fast. What are your thoughts on 10 scale right now? And well, stock is huge. Like, you know, stock is the money maker and all that. What, what yeah. This, so the thing with stock and, you know, there's, I take my opinions with a grain of salt, but um, what I think is it's a good building block for, you know, people to get out and, you know, get into and get used to how everything works. Obviously, there's a hand select few that, um, you know, really stay in it mm-hmm. and really, you know, just kind of run the hell out of it, um, which all the power to them. I mean, again, most of the stock guys are doing it for fun. I mean, really, all of us are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're not, you know, doing it for a living. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they want to run stock, you know, for the whole time, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's the thing i just don't like it because yeah it's like christian craig or jeremy martin in 250s it's like davalos yeah yeah it's just like why wouldn't you know you win a title it's like why wouldn't you just go run modified Mm -hmm. or whatever 450s or whatever but yeah it's 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 you know it's obviously it's it's a huge subject in our industry about what everyone thinks is right and wrong um but i think if you win stock buggy mm-hmm. like the national title right you're done running modified that's just kind of how it is yeah um so yeah it's like i think in terms of like track layouts i think more of these you know 10 scale tracks need to make a track with a, you know a big triple in it where modified is the only one that can do it yeah, yeah because if sense. not you know um i mean we saw at crc i mean i wasn't there but i kind of checked in on it mm-hmm. but um Dude, the lap times were super so close. close. So close. Like I think Tom uh, ended up winning both, and his like, I want to say his seating time was almost in the same second mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, it was close. So yeah, I, I think stock. I think stock should. Um, there should be some layouts where stock's not on the same lap. You know, kind of. Pace. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, agree with that. But yeah, the stock motors nowadays. I mean, I run for Trinity now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can kind of see the money is in stock. Yeah. You can see how much money is in stock and, you know, I mean all these stock parts, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, you got the, all these lightweight BS parts and, um, yeah, I I mean, I think stock's good for the industry because it's, you know, it generates a lot of revenue Mm -hmm. and that's what helps everyone, you know, race stock base for the modify guys yeah basically yeah but no i I think stock is a little bit drawn out i think some people really take advantage of it Mm -hmm. but um at the end of the day it should be used for just a building block but with the way things are going i mean fuck 17 fives as fast as a yeah exactly modified motor yeah like why not just yeah you could probably race your stock well in the on a track like now without any big triple Anything to yeah. differentiate, you could probably race a stock car in the modified class. Yeah, I'd say like the racing 
I, I would say the racing would be a little different mm-hmm. just with how everyone races. But I'd say like qualifying, oh, you could easily TQ or be in the main yeah. top three and with a stock car. I think the qualifying thing would be no brainer. But yeah. I think when it comes to racing and you kind of have some spills and whatnot on the track, that's really where a modified motor will like, you'll be like, oh, okay, that's, you know, cause stock, you got to carry everything. You got to carry your whole momentum. So once you lose that momentum, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. It's kind of like e-buggy versus nitro nitro. It's about corner speed. Yeah. Carrying that e-buggy speed. Kind of grip it and rip it. Yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah. You can make up for a lot of things. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're 22 years old. So RC is everything for you, but I also see you're big into motocross. So, you, you know, you, you guys ride. Wow. I, you know, I'm just looking at your socials. Uh, yeah. What does, what's, what else is Jackson Brunson into besides uh, RC cars? Yeah. So, I mean, the last, I'd say I've always been into motocross, mm-hmm. um, but say the last like years when I started really riding, but um, yeah, you know, I, that's honestly, I do that. And, you know, I like messing with my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, kind of doing all that stuff. Um, play a little bit of video games. Um, just kind of the average, you know, kind of life. Yeah, like, average you know, 22 kinda, year old life. Average kind of hobbies, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't like going to movies or I don't like going shopping or any, you know, I don't like mm-hmm. that stuff. So. Yeah, you know, the motocross stuff's been fun. You know, it's um, definitely something that hey, you kind of get. I, like, I've raced a couple of times. You kind of get in the same mindset. Really? Where it's like you're on the gate and it's just kind of the same, like, you know, screw these guys. You know, I'm here for myself. <laughs> but then again, it's also not you're sitting on a stand. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, there is some thinking that goes more. I think there's more thought process that goes in, into motocross mm-hmm. and RC, you know, because you are using your body. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, that, dude, it's been so much fun. I've enjoyed that. Um, it's also been really good. You know, I've lost a lot of weight doing it, I see which that. is awesome. It's cost me, uh, there, you know, it's had me, you know, start eating different and, mm-hmm. um, you know, really kind of being more disciplined in that kind of, uh, side of things. Um, I've also met some really good friends, you know, me and the horns, you know, we go, we've gone and row. We, we just got, I just got back from Florida a couple of weeks ago when, you know, we were down in Florida for about a week. Uh, it was me, the horns and their buddies and, uh, the, he- uh, Spencer Hecker, Tyler Jones, you know, we, um, that was an awesome trip. You know, that's something that was the second time we've done it. You know, we do it at the end of the year and, uh, you know, that's super fun. What was the um, trip actually? Tell us about it. So it's, uh, dude it's crazy it's it's like kind of a you know it's like a movie to, it's like a movie trip kind of thing oh yeah um it's you know we'll start and you know at one track and you know we'll ride all day and you know clean our bikes up or whatever and then drive to the next track and just kind of find a hotel like we don't really book anything we just kind of show up sounds like so, a janky jq tour across america <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's fun to kind of live like that, you know, just kind of, oh, whatever happens, happens, you know, you don't always live like that, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, I mean, I'm more of a planned kind of guy, so right, like, right. for me, it's awesome, like, I enjoy that, you know, just uh, kind of different side of things, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, I don't know how many more, you know, kind of trips I'll be able to take, you know, just as you get older, mm-hmm. but I hope there's a lot more. 
How about in your personal life, uh, any aspirations, work, uh, school, what are you doing with that type of thing? Yeah, so, um, you know, I went to college right after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for about a year, and, you know, I, I, you know, I have my own personal opinions on everything about all that, mm-hmm. and um, it just wasn't a good fit. And so, you know, I've done some work here and there, you know, with family, you know, a couple of family members down in Florida that own their own businesses that I've helped out with. And, um, yeah, I mean, I I have some things, uh, that's again, kind of a goal thing. You know, Mm -hmm. there's some things in the works that, you know, I don't want to kind of count my chickens before before they hatch. Yeah. Yeah, Chickens before they hatch. So, you know, I have some things in the works, but, uh, yeah, nothing exactly set in stone yet, but you know, there's, I'm always kind of thinking about, you know, uh, you know, where am I going to be at? It's kind of like that, uh, Matthew McConaughey, like, you know, who's your hero. It's like me in 10 years. You yeah. know, I have there, I, I can see myself in the next five years. I kind of have a feeling I know where I'll be at or just hope. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's some goals there and whatnot. I don't think I'll always be doing this as serious as I am right now. Okay. So that again is, you know, take, everything you know take risks and enjoy it and you know make the most out of every experience you have yeah so i agree that's kind of where i'm at that's kind of how i live my life so um you know taking risks and just uh, taking opportunities when they when they can i mean who knows we might be have we might have you like hb might be the missing ingredient we might be talking to you and you'll be like hey man (laughs) i made that sem i made the finals that i finished the top five at the nationals you know you we never know how life yeah can, can do for us but i mean i think you're in a good position new team great car um lots of support there for you uh cool super fast with it the mm-hmm. fullers are going to be fast with it pavitas is good so yeah. you, you got a, you got a lot of competition there in the team and that's just going to raise you up you know what i mean yeah and make i you think faster. that only helps i think that helps everyone mm-hmm. um you know when everyone else when everyone's on the team going good i think that it's kind of you know everyone builds off of each other so i think that's good yeah. obviously there'll probably be some tension i mean that's just how it is yep but um you know that's part of it i'm excited to learn with these guys and you know kind of push each other to be faster yeah, I agree with you. I look forward to it as well. Gaming. You said you just quick into, into gaming. What are some of your games? Mm-hmm. Are you on Xbox, computer, or PS, or PlayStation? Yeah, so I play on PC. Okay. Um, I got a bunch of buddies. I mean, we play, hell, we'll play anything. <laughs> Warzone, you know, F1, you know, me, Tanner, Denny, and Spencer and Alex have been playing a PGA, like a golf game. Mm. Um. So really everything, um, MX bikes, there's a, like yeah. a kind of a simulator bike game that me and, um, a couple of buddies play and, um, man, everything. Like I've yeah. been into gaming since I was young and, uh, I think it's kind of a more adult kind of setup. It's yeah. like, you know, you went from Xbox to PlayStation. It's like, now you have a computer. It's just kind of funny looking back on everything. And, but yeah, I, you know, I play a couple of video games. I, I, I say I play almost not every night, but you know, like, That's you know, ten o'clock. You know, dude. Like, people are like my son's big into gaming, dude. I tell him just be good. Like people are making quite a good of money at gaming yeah. and streaming and all that stuff. There's so many ways to make money off that stuff nowadays. Yeah. All right, um, where is Alex K in school? No, so he just finished school. He works for a um, bearing company that makes bearings for uh, Boeing. Really? Yeah. So you know, he's doing really well, and you know. Um, he still is, you know, 
same person, you know, just, you know, not always the funniest guy in the room and, you know, always cracking jokes. So yeah, we, you know, enjoy each other. Uh, me, him, me, him and Spencer really, I'd say mm-hmm. we're pretty tight. You know, yeah. we always talk and always give each other crap. Will so, he be racing uh, again or? No, I think we're talking about doing the, this kind of goes back to 10 scale. I mm-hmm. think we're going to do a uh, carpet race or a turf race. It's called like the, Infield at Enfield, Connecticut, yep, yep. the RC Madness. Mm-hmm. J Concepts does a race there, and that's close to Alex. I think we're all talking about going to there and you know, kind of hanging out and having fun. So he's done racing, like he's not, not taking it seriously anymore, or what? Yeah, I mean, I can't exactly speak for him, mm-hmm. but um, I think uh, you know, his focus has shifted to more real life, um, you know, just kind of getting his life going, which I think is awesome. I think everyone can admire that, and um, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he always checks in on us, gives us crap from the, you know, for the races and stuff. So, yeah, we, you know, we all still talk. Awesome, dude. Well, dude, um, I, I am excited to see what you do on the HB platform this year. Uh, you've been one for me, one of the guys that has improved a lot in, in the last couple of years. And um, I look forward, you're still young. You still got a good bit of years left in you for racing. And I, I hope that, uh, you know, in a year's time, we're having a conversation where you're like, yeah, I'm winning some of these races. Or, you know, it's 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 going to be a battle for you at HB, but that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like it was a lot of guys on the AE team and you was there as well. So, yeah, new challenge, uh, new car. And we all know the HB car is good pretty much yeah. everywhere. So uh, I look forward to seeing this. Uh, and, man, I wish you all the best, to be honest. And, you know, I get to come up and talk some crap to you at the races here. <laughs> And um, well, it's just going to be weird not that. seeing you in the associated pit. You know, it's just going to be so weird. Yeah, you know, I, I got a painted body. Um, I was putting on stickers last night. And, uh, dude, it was odd just seeing the HB logo, you know, on my paint job. It was, you know, in the green stickers and whatnot. It was looking at my body. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. It, it's cool. I, I love it. It's just, you know, it's um, – it's different. You know, I'm not going to, everyone's been talking. It's like, Oh, you're still going to wear, you know, salmon shorts and stuff <laughs> and all that stuff. Like the AE dress code. That's what we call yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going to, I, yeah, it's, it's like, well, you know, associate actually gives everyone a set of uh, salmon shorts. It but, seems like it. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, you know, it'll be um, a new, you know, challenge in itself. So I'm excited. Yeah, man. Get at it. Get at it. Um, I think you and Cole are going to have fun. You got along. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. It's it's going to it's gonna be some battles out there. It's going to be a lot of company manufacturer battles going on this year. And yeah, uh, I can't wait for it all to start. All right, action. Well, before I, I leave and before you leave, uh, would you like to say thank you to some people here and shout out to some people? Yeah. First off, I'd like to thank you for having me on this podcast. Thank you for uh, your time. You and- you and uh, you and uh, Kyle Neary, you know, you guys kind of helped set this up. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Obviously, you know, I'd like to thank, uh, you know, Hot Bodies Racing, J Concepts, uh, Marion Modified Engines, um, Trinity, MKS, Futaba USA, VP Racing Fields, Stick It One Racing, XTR Oils, Absolute Hobbies, Easy Customs Painting, RevTech. Um, it's a new sh- Oh, I thought you had it on the screen. I have to write no, mine no, on the screen. No, no, no. I no, no. I did a um, 
No, I did a podcast earlier and I kind of fumbled the ball on my sponsors <laughs> and I was telling them I hate that because I think that's a lot something of as do. racers should take, um, you know, more, you know, uh, consideration, you know, their sponsors. Uh, that's a huge thing with me. So, no, I got everyone. I'm good. So. Sweet. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah. But I thank you to those guys. Um, there's some new companies on board. Obviously, HB, mm-hmm. um, M, you know, MKS Servos, you know, Kenny Johnson and uh, Nick have helped me out a bunch. Um, you know, and then Myrna Modified Motors. You know, that's basically and oh, I'm taking he takes OS engines and mm-hmm. does his own work, kind of like Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all been good. And um, yeah, you know, Chad Phillips at Absolute Hobbies has you know kind of helped me out a lot again with Cole. So, you know, huge thanks to them. And, you know, again, thanks to, you know, Team Associated. I can't say it enough for everything that they've done for me, Brent Helke and Richard Saxton, all those guys at the shop. Um, I honestly wouldn't be there without them. And, you know, Jason Rona, Spencer Rifkin, uh, Alex K, Lee Setzer, Paul Wynn, all those guys that have helped out. Um, you really can't take those people for granted. It's good people to have in your corner. So, um yeah, thank you. And obviously, thanks to, you know, my mom and my dad and my family. They're first and foremost and, um, and you know, huge help of what I do and why I do it and, what, you know, how I can do it. So, yeah, thank you to those people. Awesome, man. Thank you for your time. And I, I do wish you the best luck. And, uh, yeah, get get busy, man. You, you got a good car and, you know, just keep up. Keep the work ethic. Keep, I, I admire your work ethic. You know, you're practicing mm-hmm. and, and going to the tracks and, putting in the work to to get better so that will eventually pay off so i'll see you here at dnc hopefully soon and yeah. come up and talk some crap to you and all the yeah, hb yeah. and all the hb guys and um yeah i look forward to following your uh your racing this year as well man good luck awesome thank you i appreciate it cool dude you have a good one thanks you too thank you we are now at that point of the show where you should fasten those seatbelts and put your big boy pants on. Whoa. Things are about to get serious. It's time for the JQ Racing Rant. Woohoo! We, we have a rant, but it's not going to be a rant like you normally think it is today. We're just going to lay out some things here. And um, talk about it. So welcome to the, I guess this is the JQSM rant now because it's now yeah. JQ Scale Motorsports, so not JQ Racing. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the JQ Racing rant. I, I you know, we, you notice we changed our background here because we don't want no other sponsors affiliated with this. We don't want to get them in trouble. We don't want to get, you know, even though we're not going to say anything bad on this, I just, you know, this is kind of a touchy subject. So I kind of, well, I kind of, it kind of set the inter, the RC interwebs on fire today or well, when we're recording this today. So, um, yeah. I just looked it's like 105 comments. I haven't even read all that stuff yet. I was <laughs> anywho. Um, all right. So it's actually, I, I call this nerd fights. So we're going to talk about nerd fights and we have two, two right now. Uh, one kind of happened through silly season. Should we touch on that one real quick first? Then we can go into more detail on the HBRCGP thing. Cause the, the J concepts list thing, I don't know too much about. Do you actually, do you actually have the photo of it? I sent it to I you. It. I said, yeah. Oh yeah. But I can't bring it up on my, this is the thing. I don't have it. Ah, it's on my phone, not on my computer. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try to figure this out. Um, so anyway, um, 
So uh, uh, nobody can see that, Max. Okay, there we go. There we go. So there's a list of uh, companies. This is uh, a I have them here. I got them here. So it's all right. So the so just before the end of the year, I believe J Concept sent out this email um, to their drivers of a list of companies that they they can't use these products or can't use these companies' products, right? So it's like one up, one one seven five RC, Aromax, Avid, J and T. Now that's the one I, that really confused me. Clinic, who's a sponsor of this podcast, Lunsford been around for twenty plus years, thirty years. Pilot RC, RC Speed Secrets, Shell, Sticky Kits, T-Wax, Wits, Exact RC, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't really know too much about this, but I do know that J Concepts has always had this list, right? And I think they never really enforced it, but I think now for 2022, they are. And so this yeah, cost the, a big- the email, the email specifically stated, uh, competing manufacturer, key as of 2022 yeah so this is a new thing now i want to before we go into like before people jump to any conclusions even on here i uh, sincerely believe uh because it states after this uh list or before this list if you feel you have a special circumstance or relationship to the below please email for uh for cryfi so uh Basically, I think what, what this is, is they want to make sure uh, which team drivers have sort of, because these are competitors for JC. At least yes, 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 uh, yes. Avid and JT, they have mostly bearings, which I feel are a bit confusing with, with, with their concept. Why would that be a thing? Uh, but anyway, uh, I sincerely, sincerely believe this is sort of a thing where J Concepts wants to sort of limit the amount of competitors, sponsors, uh but if the drivers have it they'll allow it which i think is fine i think it's well that the the drivers they have sort of use their products uh and also i think a key part of this is something that in my opinion if i was j concepts which i would do is that uh i would sort of ask the drivers what they would need or see what companies they have affiliated with and what mm -hmm. products they use, and then I would try to uh, produce those products. So that's sort of the my sort of um, benefit so, of the doubt uh, for the concepts here. But there is some issues with this as well. Okay, so I, I get that. Look, listen. If you if you're a J Concept sponsor, if you're sponsored by J Concept, you have tires, bodies, wings, accessories you know i get it you should you should i get that i get that part of this so actually the the big kerfuffle was with jnt because i didn't really get this either so i actually talked to uh tyler ron about this because i wanted to find out what happened with this because i kind of i actually forgot to talk about this on the last podcast i meant to and um i just forgot so because you know i'm so excited about other things I, i'm sorry i just forgot so how i i asked him is you know, I don't know how JNT got on this. Some people said they copied something that that JC done or whatever. But I think from him is he says that he says all I think is we have grease and and rear wings because they have a rear wing that people use. You know what I mean? But I just um, he just said 
he personally reached out to Jason and wanted to know why he blanketed all the accessory companies instead of actually probably taking a look at different things because i don't think jnt has much stuff that competes with um yeah that's yeah with j concepts yeah i think to me avid and 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 uh, jt to me were the weird ones because yeah they have some accessories probably some that are similar similar to j concepts or compete with them but they i it, Aren't aren't J and T mostly bearings, right? Well, they they've done they do servers bearings. They have, I think they have some carbon yeah. fiber stuff. They have um, wings, you know, all, all this different type of stuff. But yeah. I don't see with I don't see turnbuckles, you know, stuff like that. So I look I and you know to, like I talked to to you know um, Tony because his clinic RC and he was telling me about this because he's you know. He also had drivers that wanted to run his stuff and, and all this type of stuff. So I don't, I think they can't run this stuff. And so this is how it was put to me. He says, it was put to me, J, JC drivers can run the products, but he, they can't be sponsored. They can't sponsor a JC driver. This is what uh, Tyler pretty much broke it down to me. He says, he says, JC drivers can run my products, but I can't sponsor a JC driver and have them promote JNT on their car shirts or social media. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's yeah, weird. I, man. I, I would wish to see sort of these companies finding places where it worked together rather than doing this. Yeah. Because, yeah. Or yeah. let's, let's long on, on J concept side again, maybe they were letting people just do this and maybe it just got out of hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and they're but, like, "Hey, I mean, we gotta reel this in yeah. a little bit, maybe." Yeah, but I, I still, for the life of me, I guess they just kind of put everybody under there, and I think that, I think in, the, in this situation, this is where communication is key, and they should have talked about it and worked it out, and then you know everybody can be happy, you know, work out a solution where everybody can be happy because this industry industry is so small, and and yeah. there's so many companies out there doing this now, and I like, and, and you know what. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, on the corporate payroll, lefty. I'm not. I'm not. I've been to J Concepts. I see what they have going on there. They have, like, a staff of 30 people. They have, like, I was actually shocked at the biggest the production that they have. And these they, they have to pay these people. So I get it where they have to make decisions to, to benefit their business. And if you kind of are sponsored by them, then it's kind of, you know, like, I get it's so weird man but yeah but the biggest the biggest thing to me about this is uh avid and uh, and jd have bearings and sort of special bearings like ceramic ones and stuff mm -hmm. like that um like you can't be sponsored by them same thing with lunsford or t-works the only like uh well, well they, do do, but they do titanium but they do titanium so no, but titanium screws. Does J concept have screws? No, I don't no. think they do. So you you can't have a screw sponsor, uh, screw company sponsor, nor a, a bearing company sponsor if you're on J concepts. Now, like where where, where are, are you getting those? You have to buy them with your own money. Like uh, I don't I don't really get. It, it has to be some. It has. To, you know how this could be monitored better by being. I think this. You know, you have to just be just be more cognizant of your drivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what they're running, and just exactly, and just try to say, hey, look, all right, guys. So, hey, you can run for this company, but I, I just, I, 
I just, I didn't realize how big the accessory part of this business is. Like it's, it's probably the oh, money maker yeah, part they, of this business. You know what they, I mean? They do make a lot, like accessories make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. So, I, and, and communi communication is key because we're going to talk about this communication in our next little bit of the rant. But I had to bring this up because I forgot to talk about it. And I know the JNT guys were pissed off and a lot of them like left J concepts and, you know, all that type of stuff. And yeah, I, I just, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like someone like Matthew Gonzalez, I think yes. he's a JC guy. Right. Like and he runs for one up. I'm confused. Yeah, his biggest, his biggest sponsor is one up. So is he going to have a tire sponsor of J concepts and just abandoning everything else he has? Probably not. Probably JC will make an excuse for him. But yes. imagine there were a few other like him. Like, yes, this is the part I'm sort of confused about. Like, what's what is the goal here with J Concepts? Yeah. So if anybody knows, like, I understand why they did this. Don't get me wrong. They have to make money and all this stuff. I understand that part. But we're, but also I saw that One Up is a sponsor of the J Concepts. Like, they're indoor races too this year. So yeah. It can't yeah. be all bad. Like I just don't get it. Like I, yeah, I don't I mean, know. If I was, if I was one up, I would definitely be pissed to be included then on that list. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm they honest. didn't affect them too much. So maybe, 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 but most likely they have hashed something out. Mm -hmm. Most likely, but if I was a company who, uh, especially sponsors J Concepts events, if I was a company who sponsors a lot of drivers who drive J Concepts. I would be definitely upset that J Concepts encourages drivers to drop me as a sponsor. Mm -hmm. That I perhaps want to sponsor. So this is, yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to find those companies being mad. Uh, I believe there is more to the story than just this list. I believe J Concepts has talked to some of them, but mm -hmm. apparently not all of them. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, this popped up on my radar, but. I didn't know the full details of it and I kind of understand JC's side of it. And I definitely understand oh, I the too. other company's oh, side yeah. of it. So I'm yeah. like, you know, the bottom line is we're, we're still all fighting over such a small pie. So yeah. measures like this have to happen. That's the real issue with this. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah, what I it comes down to. I don't necessarily, uh, I'm not necessarily, necessarily mad at the, the thing like saying, okay, you can't run this and this and this, but I think the, the size of the list and like clarify like you can't even be sponsored by t-works and run their screws like come on <laughs> yeah. like that's i don't that's know to me a silly part we probably got something wrong here so if anybody knows a little bit yeah. more just shoot me a message because like, i'm yeah i'd wish to hear what the purpose of this is is it just to be like hey please disclose it or you can't run it like mm -hmm. which, which one is it you know yeah because if it's just disclose then I'm fine with it. I think that's fine. I think that should be like that. Yep, but if it's like, uh, if it's like you can't run this and if you do, you can't run the stickers, then yeah, not a, not a fan. I, I don't, I don't like that type of, I don't like the industry to be that way. Well then, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, but there's, uh, we can also go back to RCGP about this when the, the, the decal thing, but it's, it's no, just, but that's, I think that is very different because yeah. there are companies who pay thousands of money to attend it and uh, get exposure 
And then why would you allow companies who pay none of it to get exposure? Yeah, that's different. That's different. That's, that, different. that's a very different situation, in my opinion, mm -hmm. because this is just comp competition, Jay-Z and the other companies. Right. But RGGP is paying for something else, and then you get uh, it for free. Like, let's imagine Robert ran Mugen stickers on his card, RGGP. Mugen would get the exposure for free. Uh, and the other company, BHRC, would pay a lot of money to get the team out there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't think that's acceptable. Because, right. yeah, if you pay, well, you should get the promotion for it. This is a great segue into the next topic here yes. that's yes. burning on the internet anyway. So last night, I'm chilling out. You know, it's been a stressful few days here. Uh, and then I get, like, this message, like, oh, what's a, what? look at this. I'm like, what's this? And I was just like, uh... Because I I've I've known about this for about a month since it started. Let's put it that way. Uh so we had the infamous now infamous Chad Phillips, who is the uh, USA national manager of of and works for HB and like works for Absolute Hobbies and all that type of stuff. So he this must be on an HB group. I am not in any HB groups or anything like that. So I I didn't have I didn't take the screenshot. I had about ten different people send this to me last night, and then more people today. When we're recording this so we have the infamous post from chad phillips uh should we show it or should we just read it yeah uh show put it up so people i can't can i can't put it up because the camera is too far away but can you okay let's no let's i see. um maybe but do, maybe can don't you have it on your computer you could just put it on the, on the um i don't think so, so here's I, uh, I didn't come that prepared uh, oh i think okay. everybody's seen this so let's just read it Let's just read it. Okay. Yeah. Can't focus. But yeah, just uh, go to the NNRC. I don't, I don't think it's Keenan's Facebook. I think. Yeah. I didn't Somewhere post it on the NNRC. I, I didn't. I never posted it. I never posted it. Yeah. But somebody else posted it. I just said, let the nerd fights begin. And um, <laughs> it just went from yeah. there. So I never okay. posted this, but I'll read it so people know. And if you haven't, it's it's probably, you, you've probably seen, everybody's seen this by now. So it doesn't really make a difference. So this is like to the HP racing team. He goes, okay, for us, he's like congratulating everybody and telling what people to run at, at DNC. And, and third, we at HP racing are not promoting any event RCG puts on. He says Tyler Braun can confirm. Tyler Braun doesn't really have much to do with this. We went through hell and back to achieve HP racing property. I do not want any other, any driver attending their events. So that last statement is what really kind of just tweaked my... Yeah that's tweak me yeah okay so let's let's we're gonna we're gonna lay this out for you guys and then we're gonna give you your opinion so max and in, in short this is all over the hb rcgp tents banners mostly about the tents but it's not about not the three million banners that got made it flags and all that type of stuff so this is about this stuff so all right um, we have to start this from the beginning. Uh, it like it's still unclear the ownership of this these 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 properties. Some teams like S Works and all that there understand that it belongs to RCGP, right? Because let's well, get some every straight. other team apart from HP. Right. So let's get this straight. <laughs> RCGP. <laughs> so so let's okay. Let's be. We all know that these companies pay five thousand dollars to be a part of this, right? Yeah. To be a part of this, uh, their entry fees, their entries for the. For each driver, all that type of stuff. Two drivers, each, ra each race. It's two races. What was it? Two races per. 
Yeah, it's like it was like an entry fee that they paid for this, yeah. right? Yeah, five thousand so, dollars per team. You get eight races, two drivers per team, and mm -hmm. uh, four events over. And video coverage, promotion, and all that stuff. So, yeah. RCGP, all you have to do is show up, <laughs> pretty much. Right. That's the truth too. So yeah. explain a little different. You got you was you know obviously. Excuse yeah, me. I was. You know this from the inception, the so you're better explaining it. Yeah, so pretty much what happened was the first event was in Manila, so there was a lot of preparation going on. So uh, RCGP uh, bought a tent for each team uh, of their branding, their style, whatever. Uh, they plus flags, banners. plus yeah. banners, yeah. tablecloths, yeah. all the promotional shit was paid for RCG. Got all that done. RCGP paid for, delivered to Manila, uh, set up, uh, put tables, everything up. The old, every single race we went to, all mm -hmm. the teams had to do just to show up. So RCGP does provide all of this to the teams, paid everything. All they have to do is show up with their equipment and start the race. And uh, this is paid, it was and is paid for by RCGP. And uh, the thing is that the issue here is that there isn't a contract that states that this is RCGP's property, but there either isn't a contract that states that this is the team's property. Mm. And by the general understanding that RCGP bought this stuff, not regular people generally understand that if you buy something, that's your property. Right. That's and, how and just to, and just to clarify why why is because it was explained to me is that basically they wanted this stuff to be in good condition at each race because it's yes. going to be on videos it's you know they didn't want so, so it's whoa what was that noise so it's not like hey we're gonna do separate banners and tents for each run no this stuff had to get yeah. shipped to manila shipped yeah. to europe after that around yeah. europe then shipped to america right and i yeah. will tell you this because i helped put all this stuff up in America yeah. with you. Well, tell me about it. I was right? the one putting this stuff onto pallets in the Manila. I was I was the one taking this stuff out of the car in, in Austria and setting these tents up with, with the RCGP crew because mm -hmm. we were all, always there prior to the event before any of the other teams showed up. Mm -hmm. And uh, every single event we put these tents up, teams showed up, started doing their shit. Uh, and uh, that's how it should be. RCGP wants promised to make that, the, and that's what they gave them. Yeah, they promised this. They want to make it look professional. They produce professional uh, tents for these uh, teams to pit in, and uh, that's how it goes. That's how it works. And uh, then comes the American rounds. Uh, mm -hmm. There were teams who asked RCGP, I believe S Works was one of them, to have the tent for loan. So they had a few races they needed a tent in. So they asked, can we borrow the tent for this race? And RCGP said, yes, you can, and you have to return it. And that's exactly what they did. But they and, still have uh, the tent, by the way. They still have it. Uh, S-Works still has the tent. Okay, but anyway, they, there's an agreement between RCGP and S-Works mm -hmm. that these tents are in, they are loaning these tents from RCGP as their RCGP's property. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the, this is sort of the understanding of what's happening here. So now comes a situation where HP Racing officially hasn't 
released anything, but have since the leaving of Edge and Bertin and Dave Ronafalk, who were pretty much the soul of the RCGP team, uh, HB is leaving RCGP now. And uh, since then, the current HP team manager, Chad Phillips, uh, he was under the idea that these were property of HP Racing, uh, which in fact, by any, like, this is a misunderstanding by him, but pretty much anyone else doesn't think this is the case uh, in, right. in, in RCGP. And uh, the issue here is that uh, he contacted uh, David, who is in charge of RCGP and property, obviously, as well. Well, and, no, uh, let's go back. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to start. We forgot okay. something. So Here's the last the RCGP GP race was 2019, right? We tore yeah, all that yeah. stuff down. You, me, Michael, Joseph. I remember lugging those heavy ass tents all the way from up on that field down to the below because we stacked them all down there. We did all that. Like everybody just went home. We had to do that all the next day. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool. That's what I was there for. So these tents have been in storage. All that stuff's been in storage at, uh, uh, since Joseph left. Um, because remember, then 2020 came. We did. We did DNC. That's when SRX got their tent. Then um, obviously JQ used the tent at DNC. And then obviously, you know, it was all a go to do RCGP. No, we didn't do 2020. They skipped the year 2020. And then they were going to go do 2021. But all that stuff had to be stored because JQ had to leave. You know, COVID was hitting and he had to get back to Finland. So all that stuff was stored at Westergaard's house, right? paid monthly they were paying him monthly to store that plus all the other rcgp stuff plus the because all the stuff was in the van you know what i mean yeah all the stuff was loaded up in the van because we just didn't have anywhere to put it like you know what i mean so yeah this for two years uh david has been paying storage on this stuff now that includes everybody else's stuff and he did it in good faith you know obviously they thought hb was going to continue on now fast forward a little bit this this hasn't been a problem i even think that there was an issue because uh the hp guys took the tent for dnc 2021 without david isherwood's permission and he was a little bit upset yeah. because he's like i'm responsible for that like you know what i mean yeah so he was like hey you guys didn't ask me nobody asked me what if this would have got went missing or got stolen or something like that i wouldn't know anything about it i understand that point because it was in his care yeah. in rcgp and he was paying for to care be fair to be fair, there were situations where we allowed the teams to uh, assemble some parts themselves or actually disassemble some parts themselves. And uh, a lot of times parts were missing. So we had mm -hmm. to go look for them in the fields. And that's when it was just chilly because that's why RCGP does that to themselves. And that's why it was a very like big thing to have the agreement between, for example, S-Works and RCGP to take good care of the tent and uh, equipment right. that right. provided because that's RCGP's property. Exactly. So I'm just, I just want to lay everything out here clear for people to understand, right? Because I don't want to be coming off as biased because obviously I love RCGP. I'm well connected to RCGP. I have nothing against HB, by the way, just like comments like this. So lo and behold, fast forward. We're now back just, you know, David Ronafort makes the announcement he's leaving HB. Now, HB, uh, sorry, David Ronafort and Adrian Bartin were the main contact for uh, mm -hmm. Isherwood to get in contact with 
you know, obviously they were, they were the big proponents of this. So now David's scrambling around. He's trying to get in contact with like Neidhart. He doesn't have his email. You know, he's trying to do different things, get in contact with him. No, no, can't get in hold of. Nobody gets in contact with him, right? Fast forward a little bit. David Ranafalk announces that he's going to Mayako. All right, great. That's awesome. We know all about that. That's when this starts. So yeah. <laughs> this starts, this starts with, um, and I, look, I'm just saying because it started with him, but it's, he's pretty much innocent. Tyler Brown was supposed to go collect. He'd like, so like not hard or somebody said, Hey, go collect these tents. Right? So Tyler messaged David, Hey, you know, we'd like to get our tents and blah, 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 you know, da, 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 da. and David said, okay, I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't really know who you are because David doesn't really know who all these guys are. Isherwood I'm talking about just so we know when I'm saying yeah. David from now on, it's Isherwood. Um, so it's like, hey, how about let's have a phone call so we can, you know, and the thing was, we're not leaving. This is, I think, th that was said. We're not leaving H. We're not leaving RCGP. We just want to use the tents. So then oh, that just opened. So David said, hey, I'd like to have a phone call as well with you guys because I've been trying to get in contact with people from, from HB and find out what's going on and blah, 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 blah. So then this just started this ball rolling. Then Neidhart emails David and says, Oh, you can't use HB's logo and nothing. We are not a part of RCGP, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Give us our shit and go like, just, yeah, give us our stuff and we'll go on our way. And David says, okay, no problem. Sorry to hear that you're not going to be doing RCGP, but there's a little, little fee that has to be paid for the storage of your stuff for the last two years. Right. And so this is where kind of did, huh? And keep in mind, the stuff that has been bought and uh kept taken care of by rcgp and is in fact rcgp property so right. david's giving this out just as a as a good person just as uh being nice yeah saying, he said okay yeah you can have it it's fine for me you know so <laughs> I, look i'm telling you this is what happened and i was like and i remember when david told me about this i was like david just like forget the the storage like just let them have it. Like, you know, easy is better than hard. I remember telling that to him. I said, this, is, this isn't about RCGP and HB. It's about something else, right? I told him that. So anyway, if push comes to shove, this, it got so deep. Like, like, so David's like, hey, look, I don't want to email people anymore. I want to talk. Can somebody, I, here's my telephone number. Watch your telephone number. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk this out by, like, man, nope. Chad Phillips doesn't want to do that. He wants everything on email, which is understandable. But all of this could have been solved with a phone call. So anyway, this got so bad, Greg, because Greg had to, you know, Greg had to go over to um, Westergaard's, get all this stuff shipped because the, the van was, you know, couldn't, didn't work. So all this stuff had to get shipped to LA, right? And then they rented a storage unit in LA to put all this stuff, plus like all the stuff that was in the van. So all of HB stuff, all of the SRAC stuff, Infinity, all that stuff was all in a, in a storage unit paid for by RCGP the last few months right because when greg bought the van from rest because westergaard moved or something like that i don't know so that's been you know all taken. so then they found out that greg had this right greg Degani, and then we have absolute hobbies because greg was reading me the emails he's like dude absolute hobbies is like threatening me and all this type of stuff he's like greg you need to know which side you're going to be on and all this type of stuff and i'm like this is really crazy like these people are going ballistic over some tents and banners now i just want people to know something also when JQ Racing sponsored DNC in 2020, 
we had to get 55 banners made of various different sizes and you, you guess who paid for it? it wasn't joey who paid for that stuff it was it was jq racing so just so you know when you sponsor races you don't really get all these banners you have to provide this stuff like you know what i mean yeah it is so like, like common sense. so we're, we're talking about like a lot of banners we're talking about a lot like flags a 20 by 10 tent with full all this type of stuff the bottom line is hb so chad i I've, I've seen the emails where chad saying i will destroy rcgp and i will tell nobody to work with rcgp from now on and blah 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 and you know this is like like david's like i haven't i just want to have a phone call with these people like and i just want to get like 275 dollars for storage or 300 dollars for storage for two years of storage and he goes now it's become like they just got pressed so all communication just broke down right i believe hb has all this stuff now they have the tents they have the banners all this stuff because they went and picked it up i think believe this past saturday but chad phillips decides to make this post and tell this is where it gets me you're telling you're paying now you can tell cool ogden you can tell all these guys get 100 they can't do rc they can't do rcgp anyway you know what i mean yeah yeah they can't do it anyway <laughs> they can't do rc2 they can't do rcgp but to tell you're paying customers who pay because even though these guys might be 50 off they pay where they can and cannot race so there's two sides to each story well guess what guys i've seen both sides. i've seen chad's responses I seen Isherwood's responses. I seen this little nerd fight that was going on like between grown ass men. And in the end, these people still got their stuff, right? They got all yeah. this stuff. And then Chad makes that post. But the problem is he thought it was never gonna get out. Well, I didn't, I weren't in there. Some people, just, it got out and it's caused quite this stir right now. So this, for me, this isn't about HB guys and all this, cause I have lots of friends that are HB guys and all this, it ain't nothing to do with that. For me, I just think this could have all been settled with a simple phone call way earlier. But you know what? The real reason all this happened, Max, the real reason all this happened, it has nothing to do with tents and, and, and RCGP. This is all, in my opinion, retaliation because Neidhart, Phillips, and all these guys feel that, um, Mayako stole David Ronafalk and Adrian Bartin. And that's not the case. Not, not the, case the case at, at all. all. Because it's so funny. Two years, you ain't worried about your tents and all this stuff. I get it. You're not going to. After after Ronafalk joins Mayako, you change your whole tune. I get it. You're upset. You know, you're, you're upset. You just lost your star, your world champion. I get that. You know, these are the guys who made your team great, in my opinion, in the last, what, seven years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get this. I get this, but Mayako didn't steal them. They were leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were leaving. Yeah. That's that's the crazy part about me that I that the situation at HB went into some Be it's something that made David leave one year before his contract ran out. He he was supposed to run for one more year. But the situation inside HP, they were fired of people inside HP who were really influential uh, and have been working for a long, long time with David and uh, Adrian. Uh, they were fired, and that's why ended up this whole mess happening. Uh, and uh, now it's 
it's somehow this all is being attacked into RCGP from HP. Well, what it is, what it is. I'll give the benefit of the doubt of the fact that maybe they had a misunderstanding Mm -hmm. of the Granted, none of the other teams had this misunderstanding, but let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt, and I will give them it. That they 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 thought that this was the property of them. They have it now. They have everything. They have all mm-hmm. the banners, all the all the tents, uh, all, all the flags, everything. They, they didn't have, have to pay for storage. They didn't have to pay for storage for two years. They have everything they everything they ever wanted from this. Stuff that they they got uh, close to a thousand dollars worth of equipment for free. No more RCGP. than that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. If you count the banners and everything, yeah, probably more than a thousand dollars worth of equipment from RCGP for free. They got it now. They have everything. Everything should be settled now. There should be no issues. And he makes a post like this. Well, well, because it's about who's got the biggest RC dick. Yeah, and that's why exactly. Chad Phillips comes out. So here's here's my opinion. I've never met this guy. Never met. I probably stood right, stood right next to him, and I don't know who he is. Right. So if you ever see me at a race, Chad, please come up and say hello. Uh the thing is that, and also I want to reiterate, you reached out to Chad Phillips. I, I reached did. out to Chad Phillips, and the, I I didn't just reach out. I I sent him a message saying, "Hey, we're doing a pod." podcast talking about this issue i'd like to hear from you mm-hmm. uh read it no response i said hey dude like i i just want to like get your side of the story i want to make stuff clear if there is something that like something that was unclear that david didn't tell me or you didn't find out somehow again read no response mm-hmm. then i said i i can see that you have read this and <laughs> you haven't responded and after You're pretty that, vicious after that i saw him typing i saw the three dots he was typing Mm -hmm. and he just didn't finish it i guess and uh then i said dude i saw you were typing uh i don't know what's your deal and well i I let it at that i reached out to him and said look you probably don't know who i am but we're doing the podcast and we're going to talk about this and I just want to get your side because I did. I wanted to hear their side of things, but they never. They too. never answered. I, I did too. They never answered. I, I do believe. Did. I do believe there is something that sort of made them believe that uh, right. this was the way she was go because it, you don't get that mad over nothing. I I I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. I, I would hope so at least. <laughs> well, I think this is why Isherwood wanted to have the phone call. You know, so they they can explain like this is what's gonna ha- this is how it worked, but. This is just coming on to look at the end of the day. This is how I look at it. And I could be wrong, but I, it's I don't grown think ass man acting like fucking kids. Yes, That's there is. is. But this is common in RC. I think, I think this is, um, I mean, we act like kids too. So don't get, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. But we, um, we don't, we don't, yeah, we have our, we have our moments. We have our moments. Um, not like this though. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't tell an entire team that the people, yeah. customers that pay. <laughs> So here's my thing. This isn't this isn't about RCGP and intense. It's it's become about that. This is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the scapegoat. My thing is they didn't they weren't going after David. They weren't going after Adrian, and they weren't going after JQ because they know like JQ would have just like you know JQ. He would have he beats a dead horse till it's dead, buried, and it's turned into dust. But they could go after something that JQ was involved in, and David was involved in, and and Adrian. And that is RCGP. And 
they went after Isherwood, and Isherwood isn't like us. Like he is, Isherwood does this because the amount of money Isherwood spent on RCGP is yeah, insane. Number insane. one, I'd, number I'd one. say he's he like there. I don't think there exists another person who has put as much money into RC in in and, a and long, to, long time. And took ever. so much criticism and all this type of stuff, right? Yeah. So what and it is the, the amount of work like you have you just you would have to see this guy during an RCGP weekend or the month prior. This guy works night and day on this. This is his passion. This is his hobby. This is what he puts pretty much all of his money on that he has. And uh, right. like this is the stuff he has to deal with. Like people who message him about fucking tents. And uh, like that's why he's so easy to let go because this isn't the big picture. He sees the big picture. And that's that's something that I uh, that's why like he always lets go of these situations and he is the bigger person but i'm a bit tired of seeing this go down again and again people mm -hmm. just take advantage of this for their own greed and and stuff and now this is sort of the pinnacle of it of forcing your drivers to not attend an event which is actually doing a lot of good in rc and is actually one of the biggest events on the east coast uh in the year right, look the well year. not biggest but one of the most anticipated Hey, look yeah. at it. R HB, HB won RC2 in USA. They won RC2 in Europe, I believe, too. Like Hampus won, I yes, think, one run. In, in, in Manila as well. Right? So HB got a lot of, of promotion from this as well. They got a lot of promotion. Yeah. They got videos, all this type of stuff. So my, 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 my point is at the end of the day, man, we live in this world where everything's text and 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 email and so much stuff gets lost in translation as well. Sorry, there's a loud mic out there revving up. All of this stuff, all of this mess could have been handled with just a phone call. But when it comes in, it's like it's when you start coming in all aggro. And I saw the aggro from the start, because I'm seeing all the emails now, right? I'm seeing them. Right? I see the aggro. It's all, and, and, and for me, it's it's nothing to do with RCGP and all to do with Mayako going to, uh, David Ronifar going to Mayako. And this is their way of kind of getting back. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because a lot of HB drivers were looking forward to seeing Cole Ogden and whoever else was going to be driving this. And I understand I that. Too. I understand I that too. they don't want to <laughs> be a part of that no more. That's fine. That's fine. You don't want to be a part of RCGP. That's fine. You know what I mean? You just say, hey, we're not going to have an RCGP team. Good luck to everybody that goes to these races. But because, because David didn't bow on to Chad Phillips and his, his, his great presence that he thinks he has or whatever, because I'm not going to lie. I don't know who the guy is. I've not, I've not heard many good things about him, but there are probably people that are going to say bad things about me too. But to make to do that, even though after you got all of that stuff, you and bit you was a dick and made that that comment. The thing is, he didn't expect it to get out, but it yeah. did. So this the is, thing and, is, and he he should have quit while he was in uh, winning. You know, that's the yeah. thing here also. Because he should have quit uh, when he got all the stuff. And so, he, and like I also wanted to address something. I also wanted to address some. Yeah, it's just silly. Like it's silly. And what this does, what this does, is just create like that takes HB like got benefits off of RCGP and RCGP had benefits of having HB there. You know what yeah. I mean? They were all for this, but because you got butt hurt because 
Because DR went to Mayako. Because at the end of the day, nobody really wants to admit that this is the real issue, but I will, because I know this is. And I knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. As soon as I heard that they were making off about this tent, I said, Ishua, this has nothing to do with you and RCGP. It has everything to do with Mayako. Everything. And because they could, they could, they could bully, they could bully David. And that's what they done. So all these guys, I, I guarantee you, all the people who now listen to this, they'll be like, that's bullshit. And you guys just being biased. No, I'm laying out everything. I saw the emails. I'm not going to show you the emails. I saw the emails. I saw where the aggression came from. And David wasn't the aggressive one. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I have so never seen David be the aggressive one, to be honest. Like, the the yeah. issue is like, people ask us to be unbiased. And the thing is like, when you know the situation on both sides, it's it's hard not to be on the on David's side on this because well, it's he, just they, they threatened him with legal action with whatever. Oh yeah, they got him. threatened. Well, well, that's come to speak of it now. I'm probably gonna get a cease and desist now too. Oh, for um, sure. I mean, but I I don't think I don't think that's fair because I we gave him a shot. I said to him straight up, like I I would like to I would like to save your name here because if we just say what we know right now mm -hmm. it will look bad for him because like i don't have anything to defend him except for the fact that he he had an idea of the property of the tents that's all i had mm -hmm. but that doesn't grant the aggression that doesn't grant the threats and that necessarily doesn't grant uh for sure doesn't grant the the facebook message right now because he has everything he wanted i agree with you man and all of this could be you know what communication is key exactly. communicate with people and like yeah. every, things get lost in translation on emails and all this type of stuff. Exactly. And yeah. I get it. You want records, you want records, but this could have been handled with, with just a simple phone call, but it wasn't about that. It was about, Oh, I am Chad Phillips. I will do what I want. That's yeah. how I look at it. And that kind of matches the description that I've heard about this guy. So no, he yeah. probably hates me. But I hope yeah, and but that's I hope fine. actually I I want to be sort of because I, I know some people always sent this to Chad. I don't know if he will listen to this far, but if he is listening to this right now, I want to say to him that I if if he comes out, says I'm sorry, I'll be fine. That's to me, that's enough. Say just say say that okay, that, that was uncalled for. Uh situation should be fine. Like that's fine for me. Like say, just just no, admit. I that this situation wasn't handled perfectly on your part. And yeah. That's it. That's me. Like, that's you see the post. Me, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. They getting our, our property back. Like, nobody held this. Like, dude, these people, like, these guys looked after your shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, how many and people? The fact is like, <laughs> like, to me, it's, you didn't it's, worry about it, this tent for two ridiculous. years. Yeah. You didn't worry about this tent for two years. So now all of a sudden it's a big deal. Come on. We know yeah. what it's all about. And you know what? I hope. I hope that the HB drivers that want to attend RC, I hope, I hope, and I am rooting for any, I want an HB driver to win RC2 so bad now, right? I am. And I hope if that If you're an HB driver, please sign up to RC, RC2 in SMB. It's, yeah, because that opens. Uh, entries on, open up tomorrow and Thursday. Oh, actually, it would be yesterday yeah. with this. But uh, actually, the entry with the new entry system, you can, it doesn't matter which time you entry, you just entry. And uh, you will be put on the put on the list. And I'm not sure how the system works, but it doesn't matter which time you entry. So by the time if you listen to this podcast, you're on the East Coast. It will be SMB South Carolina in March. I guess I think it's 28th 
uh, March, the last weekend of March, yeah, will be the RCGP event. So, especially if you're an HP driver, please sign up. Yeah, I don't think I and and and, and where the like where does a team manager come off telling what? Yeah, what races his paying customers can? I think I think I think like the HP team driver should be the most. Uh, I would be pissed off because, at like, this. Like this guy acts like a dictator in this. <laughs> like yeah, that's a bit uncalled for. Yeah, that's but that's you know what? Too much for me. You know what? I don't. We'll get any response from Chad, which is fine. But yeah, um, fine I hope I, I, I don't that... expect. But I don't. I don't have any hard feelings. Like I don't really care because I don't know the guy. Like I don't. I yeah, I don't give, know him either. I wouldn't. I couldn't care less. <laughs> but I wish that like people who maybe in the future have a similar situation know to not act like this because this is not what we want in this industry we want people to work together uh just have the phone call if you have any beef settle it out and things will be fine and that's, i think that's this could have been handled so easy so much better especially these are like these should be grown men these are adults like why 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 do you act like this it's this is because this is rc come on this you know what this is yeah. this is this to me is the old guard this is the old guard mentality. Oh yeah, yes. we don't like what yeah. you've done. I'm 100%. taking my boy because there's there is there is a group of old guard in RC that held on to this and they don't want to let it go. And they're like, oh, so yeah, f you you don't you don't respond to my threats. Fuck you. I'm taking my ball and I'm going over her. But the only person that they're hurting is the racers because they want to do this. And yeah, if if a, if a HB person wins RC two, do you not think that HB is gonna use that for promotional? Uh, oh, advertising yeah oh you bet your <laughs> like, boots and you know what i want to reiterate i want to reiterate to all my hp friends out there and people that listen to this i have no issue with any of you guys or any of this stuff we're just we're just trying to shed light on how this situation came about yes obviously we're kind of like on rcgp side because that's our friend too i understand there's hp guys who are going to be on 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 chad's side but i literally saw the emails like you know what i mean i see yeah. where the aggro came from <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't go down like that. And, and I hope that you guys don't let, uh, a company that you pay money for, like you pay, like, that would be like trying to tell that, like me telling JQ drivers, like when I was there, Hey, yeah, uh, you know, don't go to DNC or don't go to PMB or any like shit. I would, I would get shit. I would get, yeah. you know, so thrown under the bus and all that type of stuff. Uh, but this is the thing. Like you just, just like egos, leave the egos. We have we all have egos we're men you know what i mean mm -hmm. this could have been easily settled by leaving those egos right there getting on the phone and saying hey so what's up man let's talk let's figure out something no aggro swinging big rc dicks around to show that you got power and you're a bully and that's it and at the end of the day you don't see rcgp responding to any of this they're like hey signups are open that's open because issue wanted to come on the pod right and i was like no because i want if you come chad phillips has to come and he's not gonna come so yeah, you know what I mean? Um, he wouldn't even answer us. I guess we're not. We're below him. We don't have to answer him. He don't have to answer us. So uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. That. I think. I think. I, but I hope. I hope he understands something. That's. That's all I hope. Because at the end of the day, life is too short to be bitter about stuff. And I think the, that's the thing. Like we, I'm not here uh, bashing on anything. I hope. I don't. I, I sincerely hope people don't switch away from HV because of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't because want people I, to I do, do that. It's a great car. I, I, I think. I think the brand has good value. I. I think the car is great, and 
this is an event by this guy and all I hope is he realizes what happened, what went wrong. David for sure has realized that he is he has to be much more careful at decla declaring the contract uh, of the equipment and all that. And he has definitely learned from this how to handle situations like this. Because I've talked about this from him and he has seemed sincerely uh, like he has learned something from this. And yeah. I hope Chad does too. And I think at least some form of acknowledgement or apology is definitely granted after after all that has uh, happened since. Yeah, because um, they have all, they, nothing was held ransom. People were paying money to keep your stuff, keep this stuff that isn't even really yours in good yeah. condition anyway you we beat that dead horse enough um yeah. we beat that horse to death uh i know people are probably gonna like this but that's fine i mean this is that's just fine. i mean it is. the 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 worst thing a 21 year old can say is for a grown-up to say grow up uh and that's what ha what's happening here so i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this probably no i'm probably gonna uh, hate you too but i mean people will like you because you're a likable guy but i'm an arrogant 21 year old telling people to grow up so that's something I, that's something that like makes me want to be even more aggressive. But I think I'll choose uh, the path of peace and prosperity. I just don't us, like. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like when people do this type of stuff and then, like, I just don't like the aggro. There's no need to be aggro right off the bat, exactly. like to people yes. and like trying to be like, hey, I'm, I'm this person. Like, just do what I say. I don't like that. Like, I don't like that at all. And that's the yeah. feeling I get. That's yeah. the feeling. Put I your got ego from this. aside. Yeah. Anyway, I have to, you know what? It's getting late. I got to go pick up my son. Max, thank you for your time. Go get some sleep. Go get a haircut. Stop looking like a hobo. Um, Never. <laughs> if you guys have anything to add to what we said, that's fine. Maybe we said something you didn't like. I'm, I'm willing. I have big shoulders. I can handle it. Uh, I hope we hear Chad Phillips' side of this at one point, but I kind of saw it. I don't need to hear it because we did say, <laughs> make sure this is unbiased. Make sure this yeah. is unbiased. I'm biased. Yeah. I saw what we asked him to come on. He did it. So it's simple as that. Um, you know, with all that said, Max, it's time to go. And I want to say, you know what? Thank you to all the patrons of the NNRC. We greatly appreciate your support. Uh, we can't do it without you. Thank you to all the NNRC squad around the world. Remember to give us a sub, a like, dislike, reviews, comments, all that stuff. It helps us get out into the algorithm stratosphere that is the interwebs. And uh, you know what? Showing the companies that support this podcast some love definitely helps the podcast. So I would like to shout out and say thank you to all those companies. They are Invisible Speed, High Tech RC, Techno RC, Beach RC, Lugs Racing, Mayako, JQSM, G Spec RC Tuning, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, JTP RC, RCGP, House of RC. And you know what? Special shout out to my boys, RC Kevin, DR, the Viking, Alex. Hag I haven't spoke to Hackberg. He's been racing quite a lot. He's been busy, busy, busy yeah. month for him. I got to hit, hit him up. Uh, uh, good luck to the doctor. I remember everybody, you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Nitrous to glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. Lefty and Max are out. Peace. 
thank you for listening to the No Name RC podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content and patron only giveaways also please follow us on facebook instagram and our website www.nnrcpodcast.com remember nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills if you aren't having fun it doesn't make sense and if you ain't grinding you're sliding lefty out Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory. so bad.